0: Power Project crew, what's going down? Uh, Real quick, thank you everybody for checking out today's episode. Um, Right now during this uh, quarantine and self-isolation era, uh, everybody's making a ton of content. I think every two seconds, somebody's going live on Instagram. <laughs> so uh, you guys have so many options. The fact that you guys chose us today, uh, it means the world to us. So thank you so, so much. Uh, in return today, uh, Mark and Seymour are going to uh, give you guys some tips and tricks on home workouts, things that you can do at home. Thus the title. Um, on top of that, Mark reveals a little bit about his cholesterol and some of his blood work. And also he gives us a really good tip about what we can do when we get mad at something, Uh, something I wish I could have utilized a couple days ago, which we talk about on the podcast. And then NSEMA wants you guys to tag us with your quarantine creations. Uh, basically, Mark was messing around in the kitchen and we kind of realized, like, wow, there's probably a lot of people that are at home doing a bunch of like crazy recipes and we want to see them. So make sure you tag us at Mark Bell's Power Project, at NSEMA EYANG, at Mark Smelly at IMADRZ. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, tag us, show us the pictures of your uh, quarantine creations, whether it's a new recipe or like a uh, family recipe, whatever it may be. We want to see it. And speaking of quarantine, uh, everyone's gym got shut down. Uh, if you're lucky enough to have a home gym, uh, first off, great investment. Uh, that definitely is paying off right now. But if not, um, Mark is doing something that's going to definitely help you guys out. Um, right now, when you head over to markbellslingshot.com, when you add any slingshot, any, any slingshot of your choice doesn't matter any single one and any hip circle, whichever one you choose, you're going to get 20% off of that combo. Again, that's at markbellslingshot.com. It's just something that you guys can use in your home right now. You know, there, there's tons of body weight movements and stuff you can do, but adding a slingshot and a hip circle really, really amplifies the workouts along with that, Mark has decided to give you guys a free trial of 30 days of markbell.com. It's normally just seven days, but, uh, Mark decided, you know, I'm going to go ahead and just help everybody out, do whatever I can to make sure everybody stays fit and moving. So at markbell.com, just put in your email address and you get free 30 days of the entire website. And right now there's a huge emphasis on the hip circle, the slingshot and body weight movements. Uh, our, our buddy, uh, Jesse Burdick wrote out an entire, like, I think it was like an eight-week program or something crazy using just body weight. And, uh, Mark's been filming a ton of content for that. So if you guys are stuck without a gym, we got your back. Uh, 20% off a slingshot and hip circle combo at markbellslingshot.com and free 30 days of, of uh, workouts from markbell.com. And real quick, thank you to P. Montesby for sponsoring this episode. Um, I actually just had a flat iron steak right now for lunch because I am quarantining. I am in self isolation <laughs> recording this right now at my house. So I got to, you know, throw some steaks in the air fryer. Uh, that's one of the benefits of uh, working from home for sure. Um, but it's the absolute best beef in the universe. It's second to none. Um, it cooks faster, has more protein, less fat. If you're following a bodybuilding type diet or you track your macros, you will, you'll absolutely adore these macros. But, um, you guys really need to give it a try head over to piedmontese.com that's p-i-e-d-m-o-n-t-e-s-e dot com at checkout enter promo code PowerProject for 25 percent off your order and if your order is 99 dollars or more you get free two-day shipping all right that's enough for me i hope you guys enjoy the show we'll catch you guys later
1: blows over yeah yeah i think that's the first time i've really ever said that phrase like i've never said the phrase <laughs> blows over it's uh, something i learned from you people it's kind of weird. You looked right at uh,
2: Andrew when you said it, too. It, like, blows over. When you said it real low. Mm. It's kind of odd. I don't know.
0: Don't worry. It'll all blow over it'll eventually. It'll blow over eventually. i saying blow over. When blow the smoke over. clears, people are talking about the uh, smoke clearing. Mm-hmm. We still haven't figured out how many ways you can officially skin a cat. No.
2: And it sounds terrifying. I mean, I don't really particularly like cats but i'm not going to skin one yeah. you know
1: i just like i mean i'm not that f- crazy <laughs> came up with that shit
2: yeah well there's a lot of ways to skin a cat
0: <laughs> we had somebody on We've a, talked a about long a, time man. ago and i think he was saying that it was was it china not, not necessarily like a like an actual cat but china <laughs> I'm sorry what was your name
2: <laughs> a lot of what <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just said, I love the way that, I love that way that plays out in Austin oh, Powers." It's okay. so good. Anyway, man, this like virus stuff is like, it's like straight out of a movie, man. Like, you know, there's no one, no one on the streets. Like for some reason here at Slingshot, we're just pretending everything, <laughs> everything's fine. Like we just that, keep, yeah. we just all keep coming to work and keep podcasting <laughs> as if anybody's listening, you
0: know? <laughs> oh my God. Well, let's see. So far, at least three people. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Once they start filing in.
1: Yeah, no, it's crazy. Downtown's like a ghost town, man. Even at night, it's like all the clubs and all that stuff is closed. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just dark. It's creepy. Traffic. All the bars are closed. Yeah, A lot of restaurants are shut down. Mm -hmm. Lack thereof traffic,
2: I should say, has been pretty nice. Starbucks in giant letters across the entire building says Open they don't give a fuck <laughs> oh damn they're like that's actually s- really wrong they're like you still need your coffee yeah. we know that you still we need know. your fix
0: yeah i had to i had to call my parents yesterday cuz my my dad just doesn't you know old school guy especially being mexican he just wants to go to work he like does he just doesn't believe any of it so i'll be fine i'm like dude you have heart issues like if you get any kind of like anything like you're done for so I had to call my mom after we got off the uh, the uh, the call, whenever the heck that was no with Gabrielle be, Lyon. Yeah, like, no one hey. wants to be told what to do, you know. Yeah, yeah that's the hard part. so I used Gabrielle's name yeah. because she's working with my mom, and I'm like, hey, your doctor says you guys need to stay home. She's like, oh, I'm like <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. It, it, it matters where the uh, source comes from. I mean, I, I've been asking people just to. You know, play out the scenario of like, you know, look at the way things are right now. And what if it's that way for three months? Mm -hmm. What if it's that way for six months? What if it's that way for nine months? What if that's that? What if it's this way for a year? You know, I I think it would be now's the best time to start to figure out how to plan for that. And on top of that, if things do go back to, you know, quote unquote normal, um, I think the scare should, uh, Weaken something up in you where you're like, yeah, how could I, how am I supposed to live and make money and protect myself, my family, my loved ones uh, in these times of need? Like, can I, is there a different offshoot of a business I could run that could be bulletproof? Is there something else I can be looking into to make money? Like you can still, hopefully you could still resume back to what you were doing but maybe you can potentially think of some other things or other ways that you can uh, provide value for your family that aren't the same as what you're doing now, because maybe this will happen again.
1: And if there's any time to be able to do that, like it's now like a lot of us going to be stuck at home at night, (laughs) you know, you're not going to be doing a lot of the normal things you're Mm -hmm. doing. So there's a lot of projects you could start. Um, One thing I was thinking was like real, like older individuals, if you like live in a building with older people mm. like an apartment building or something or, or whatever. Um, see if you like, you could help them grab their groceries or something. Because I can imagine like being 50 something, 60 something, 70 something and hearing everything that's going on. It's gotta be scary to want to go to the grocery mm. store. It's gotta be really scary to just right. go fucking buy groceries. Yeah. Cause you're just like, mm, some I touched something and touched my face. Right. You know? So, I think this is like a, a really good time where, like you know everyone everyone seems to like really be coming together as like a, just a massive community. Mm. But I think our group, the younger group, that's fairly healthy. We need to be seeing what we can do for older individuals. Check in on a neighbor, maybe. Yeah, you know, without without <laughs> without infecting them, of
2: course. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's um, I don't know, man. It's uh hard to make sense of because it's like uh, everything that we know of could be changed and like if you were to think about if the if the virus was let's just let's just say the virus was like 10 times worse than it is now
1: Mm -hmm.
2: which the virus the way it currently is doesn't appear that there's going to be any change it looks like it's going to be the same but what if something else came along at the same time or if what if another country was like hey like you know now's the time to attack the united states now's the time to you know like we have a lot of great resources i mean i don't see that happening but i don't you know i don't know has your mind been worrying on (laughs) doomsday scenarios yeah. yeah yeah i just think it's i think it's smart for people to not cause themselves to like really worry but they should be thinking of like you know okay this is already happening and what if it carried on for a while you know When they said that they were going to shut down school, I'm like, okay, school's done for the year. I already kind of recognized that. But now, now what's in action? Nothing. Like, they don't Mm -hmm. have any plan. They're not thinking about August. And, you know, when school's supposed to start up again, that's where my mind would immediately switch to. You know, and I'm, hopefully my wife and I will get involved with our community and, and, and try to see you know try to ask questions and and i think other people are listening to this you should be asking questions and and also not being a pain in the ass you should be thinking of solutions that you think are viable that maybe your uh your kids uh school could could figure out because that's i mean these are all things that we got to we got to figure out you know because i think i don't think anything's going to change In the course of a week or two, you know, and uh, I don't know how long this will carry on for. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I think everyone's just hoping that it's just going to go away, but it might
1: not. You know, I think China, I I don't know if we could look this up, but I think China's like started Mm -hmm. resuming normal daily Mm -hmm. life, right? Like 10 weeks, 10 weeks though, 10 weeks. Like it was like a hard quarantine for 10 weeks. I I believe so.
2: You know, and that's what I'm asking people. Are you prepared for 10 weeks? And then also we're in the United States where you have
1: a lot more freedom it might take a little longer than ten weeks. It's definitely going to take longer than ten weeks. Do you, you hear about Florida? No. Did you see that? So Saint, I think it was Saint Paddy's Day yesterday. You just see this plane flying by, and it's just like recording. Hella people were partying on the beach hell of people were partying on the beach at florida i was told andrew so there's hella old people there oh yeah Yeah, people
0: go there to retire so where was that video was it like on youtube
1: or um it was i think it was on the news and then i i think i saw it on like instagram or something i'll check youtube but yeah just like look up florida beach party or whatever but like people were just out there living it up and just like you said People don't like being told what to do. No. You know what I mean? Like, and it's a lot of people still think it's, it's fake. You know what I mean? That it's just not, it's not real, but this is uh,
2: suggesting stuff to people and having them come to their own conclusion, you know, usually works best, Mm -hmm. but telling somebody what they can and can't do really. I mean, we've seen it a lot with diet, you know? Yeah. If you said, Hey, you know what? I think this would be a great idea for you to like with your mom, with the keto diet. Mom, this would be really good. She probably heard you talk about some versions of that for a while. And then when it came to be her own decision, she's like, Oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to make this choice and I'm just going to do this this way. And now she's talking about how beneficial it is. She's probably chirping it up to her friends and other family members, probably super excited about it. But she had to kind of like get there on her own. If you said, Mom, you can't eat carbs. (laughs) <laughs> she wasn't.
1: Ha- does, that doesn't work that she way.
2: Wasn't ha- yeah. She wasn't having any of that, right? It doesn't work that way, exactly. She- oh. oh, shit. <laughs> Looks like a CrossFit competition.
0: <laughs> <It> kind of does.
2: <laughs>
0: Everyone's straight up just like, fuck this guy's her thoroughly own. confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Cause didn't uh, Steffi Cohn, She had posted something like this too. Did she? Like uh, I think she showed like a party, mm. uh, or cruiser party bo- uh, boat, and everybody's just like shoulder to shoulder, just going nuts out in uh, out in Florida. But look at that!
1: Damn. Man, see, so this is why it's going to take us longer than ten
0: weeks. <laughs> we're idiots.
1: Maybe, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe China's government, their uh, dictatorship, had something right. Mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> hey, hey,
0: how about uh, how about Mexico saying like like Hey, we're going to close the borders <laughs> on you guys." <laughs> that's the most. That's the most
2: ironic thing ever. <laughs> to like keep building that wall, it works out perfect for both of us. Yeah. yeah. Oh man.
0: That's nuts
2: yeah it's uh definitely some weird shit i saw uh ct fletcher with a good post this morning you guys see his post oh uh-uh.
0: i saw you shared it i didn't see the
2: post let's though. see if we can uh yeah, th- throw it up for people because uh ct's always got good stuff to say he's all fired up yeah where does he live ct fletcher is uh in like los angeles yeah what? like long beach area i think i remember got it uh, who knows where he actually lives you know that's also true who knows <laughs> Oh my god, there's so many situations. I mean he's not really like officially he's not allowed to leave Compton
1: mm. because he's Compton Superman. It's true. Do did I just hear you snuffle? <laughs> <clears throat> How dare you? All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think you're probably a carrier. Oh definitely. I
2: think I'm you're carrying a carrier. something. Yeah. I would be. You, you you yeah. I definitely would be.
3: Passing you're around everybody. <laughs> shit. I don't know what I'm gonna do.
1: <laughs> i love his voice man it's he somehow table, sounds super uh, kind even though he says motherfucker <laughs> he needs to read like audiobooks and I stuff oh, i would man. love that oh that would be pretty good oh.
3: are you motherfuckers out there whining and shit <laughs> now, i don't know what i'm gonna do my gym is closed i don't know what i'm gonna do well look here it's the first thing i want you to do shut the <laughs> fuck up oh, I don't want to hear that goddamn shit. Fuck your goddamn excuses. First thing you can do, goddamn it, is fall down in the front lean and rest position. And for you motherfuckers that ain't never been in the military, that's the push-up position, goddamn it. And do some motherfucking push-ups, motherfucker. Or some goddamn sit-ups. Or some pull-ups. Or walk around the goddamn corner. Do something. Don't give me that goddamn shit about I can't do nothing because the gym is closed. Wipe them tears from your weeping ass eyes, motherfucker, and work for that goddamn shit. I don't give a fuck if you got a gym or not, motherfucker. Do something. You have no excuse for sitting on the fucking couch feeling sorry for yourself. Get your punk ass up and go to work, motherfucker. Find something to do. Make something to do. I don't give a fuck what you do. Chop wood, motherfucker. I don't give a shit, but do something. I command you. I ain't asking you a motherfucking thing. I'm the boss, motherfucker. I tell you. You don't tell me. And I told you to get your ass up and go to work. Hey,
1: I think people should play that every morning for themselves. <laughs> Seriously, regardless that's, of what's going on in the world, that's that's like a great alarm. You could set that to be your alarm on your phone if you wanted it to be. That'd be great. But uh, he's damn. a savage wipe those tears out of your weeping ass eyes i think that's my favorite part of that whole video
2: he's uh, amazing i don't know how he says that and like maybe just because i know him a little bit but like, like i still think he sounds like super kind yeah like he, i don't know why but it's like it, it for some reason it's like endearing but he's calling you a motherfucker the whole time
1: i think uh, it's it's partially because you just know he's a good guy yeah like you know i maybe his facial like, expressions and stuff he's like he he's kind of smiling at the same yeah, time yeah 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 he's
2: yeah yeah, he's he's just a, he's just a unique guy, man. He's got he's got his own way about him, you know. But I I think that that message is great. Like, yeah, you know, you should be you should be trying to do something, and you can't we can't just we can't just sit around and do nothing. And mm-hmm. I think that's the hard part, and that's why you know people like your dad, people like my parents, and 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 maybe your mom and stuff like that too, where it's just like they don't really they don't they don't mind like. You know, staying home a little bit, but they're not going to really, probably not going to really follow it all the way because they want to, they still want to interact with people. Mm -hmm. You know, you just think about the older generation, they're not as used to, you said sometimes your mom needs help with like the phone, right? (laughs) The older generation, they're not as used to that communication. You know, they maybe they don't know. You can just like easily Skype with somebody or FaceTime somebody or um, record a message for somebody or just send them a picture. Hey, doing great today. Hope you have a good day. Like that's probably not their first thought mm-hmm. you know their first thought is i gotta like call or i gotta like see them you know i gotta see them in person yeah and that makes it hard you know for me i'm trying to stay away from like my parents and stuff like that because i don't know i i interacted a lot of people mm-hmm. and i've been a lot of places you know in the last several weeks and months and stuff so i don't know you know being in columbus and being in mexico and um who the fuck knows
1: yeah i don't know but i don't want to kill anybody i know that oh for sure But, you know, exactly like he was saying, there's a lot, there's a lot you can do right now. You know, you, you always see those, uh, those guys that purely do calisthenics work. They're always jacked. Like they're always crazy jacked. So there's no reason why you can't do it at home. But I mean, a lot of places like there's usually like little jungle gyms and stuff, you know, little parks, right? And there's probably not going to be that many people at the park. So you go, you could do some pull-ups, push-ups and stuff like that. If you don't have any type of gym equipment, um, some people an option like some of the people that I oh you can see me stop touching your nose, bro. It itches. It really itches. I'm trying Damn. to block that sneeze. Like it's, ah. the only way to block a sneeze oh. is
2: really make like, weird faces for mm-hmm. a little while. You got like like exactly. cut your face out and crunch it.
0: <laughs> I'll try to like even just hold my breath completely, and it doesn't really work. But like I think it it just like uh, prevents it from happening. Like right now, because yeah. if I don't clear my throat, dude, I am. Like spitting venom all over the damn place.
1: My girl was telling me the other day, she's like, because uh, I was like, God, I really touch my face a lot. She's like, yeah, no, I've told you this all the time. But at the end of the day, I think I've just been purposely strengthening my immune system. So I've been putting all of this crap in my body because it, it, I don't get sick. Usually it's rare that I get sick. Right. And it's because I think my immune system's so strong because I'm just such a dirty human being that i'm immune to a lot of Pretty stuff dirty i probably have a lot of weird bugs and stuff floating around in me but anyway like i was saying like you could you could get yourself you know you could go do some calisthenic <laughs> stuff and a lot of people i've been working with we I mean, go to like sports authority and grabbing those bowflex dumbbells and they're like you know just a few dumbbells at home or even a kettlebell if you could grab a kettlebell somewhere oh, yeah. kettlebells you could do a huge. lot with a kettlebell yeah. like a cool 30 or 40 pounder It's mm-hmm. a lot you could do with that yeah full-on workout
2: yeah, you got like, you can do like cleans. You can do snatches. I mean, you can YouTube all this stuff, which is very safe to do. You just YouTube it. You got cleans. You got snatches. You got, uh, swings. You got deadlifts. Mm-hmm. You can do like a goblet squat. I mean, that's a workout right there mm-hmm. in and of itself. Uh, if it's light enough, you might be able to do like lateral raises with it. Um, you might be able to do a few other exercises with it. You might be able to curl with it, depending on like if it's appropriate weight. And then you can certainly just, you know, any, you can walk with it. Right. They can do like a farmer's carry with it. You can walk with it overhead, which Mm -hmm. will burn more calories than just walking with it by your side. You can uh, do lunges, Mm -hmm. you know, and just what about lunges in general? Like you can do, you know, walking lunges. You can kind of do like those kind of like scissor kick lunges, I guess you'd call them, where you switch legs back and forth and you don't even need any weight for that. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. You can just, I mean, you see a lot of girls, you know, a lot of fitness competitors and stuff they do a ton of body weight stuff and they look great. They get on stage, they look they look awesome. They build muscle, they get lean. Um, kind of like jump squats, you can, you know, squat, a Hindu squat, mm-hmm. you got, you know, burpees. Yep. Nobody wants mm-hmm. to do any burpees, but you can do burpees, you can do mountain climbers, you can do bear crawls. If you if you feel like you need a designated area to like work out, then maybe you go to a track, and maybe you bear crawl on the track and do mm-hmm. some lunges and it's like that's a hell of a mm-hmm. workout right there.
0: Yeah, the way my legs feel today, it, it feels like I squatted pretty heavy, not, yeah. Yesterday, um, by just doing lunges at the end of my upper body workout, yeah. It, I'm loving, them. dude. It's crushing me, but it's so. So I was talking to uh, Settlegate Josh Settledge about this. Like it's 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 such an awesome thing because like I'm not gonna get hurt lunging. Like I'm gonna be totally fine but I still wake up the next day or two feeling like I've squatted or I didn't like a crazy heavy, hard workout. So like, I still get that, like that really like, I don't know that the, the, um, what's the, uh, the fulfilling feeling Mm. (laughs) of being sore from a really good workout. Yeah. And so I'm like, and I'm like pain free. I I know I'm saying I'm sore, but like, I'm not hurt Mm -hmm. and it feels really, really good. And I'm thinking like, dude, all I had to do was lunge. Not that lunges are easy, But in the grand scheme of things, like, okay, would I rather set up a bar and try to squat or like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so much more simpler. Oh, look, there's the floor. I can get sore from just lunging. Like, it's so simple. Yeah.
1: You know, there's a reason why, like, like before Corey Gregory, I'm going to be honest, I didn't lunge much. Like, Mm -hmm. I lunged every now and then, but not much. But there is a reason why a lot of us, including myself, have avoided lunges. Although it is an easy movement, it's a... (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. not painful, but it's just
2: like it's kind of painful. Like even before you do it, you're like, "This is going to kind of hurt." Mm-hmm. Like the reversal <laughs> to go like from one leg to the next, uh-huh. kind of it kind of does hurt. You and know, then, you're like, "Ah!" Like it doesn't, feel good. doesn't warm, feel good. Once you're warm and once you break past that, it doesn't really bother yeah.
0: that much. But in the beginning, it kind of <laughs> sucks. <laughs> it does. It, it sucks. And then like that feeling of like, yeah, like when you're you're starting to lose your balance and you're trying to like, uh-huh. like oh, I'm just lunging. Why is this? I can't stay like it's almost like demoralizing because like i'm just taking big steps i can't fucking stay straight like it sucks
1: right but yeah but it, it's it, it's so good I, I was lunging here yesterday too so it's it's awesome but um like yeah grab a kettlebell somewhere and if you can't do that i was just thinking what are some different ways that we can we can uh use some resistance with at-home stuff i think a lot of people have like big water jugs right you know those mm-hmm. plastic water jugs mm-hmm. fill that thing up with some water and uh, go in your garage or backyard. You could hold that thing in front of you and do some squats. You can hold it above head and do some lunges, or you could hold it by you and do, you could do body, like backwards lunges and all that type of stuff with just that water bottle bottle, and it's shifting. It's kind of fun. Right? Yeah. It'd be
2: kind of fun. I mean, you might have some, uh, like, I don't know, people have like projects that they haven't worked on in forever i mean you can work on those that's a form of exercise but mm-hmm. you can also like if you got some wood in the backyard or something that you you know you heard ct fletcher talking about chopping wood i mean you can do anything but you can get a bundle of wood and just like walk with it i mean just anything you can think of you have uh you know buckets of paint around I yeah. mean, you can do lateral raises with it and then on top of that just like trying to move your own body weight around i don't think we understand how bad how hard that is and how bad that sucks. I mean, if you were to do like, let's just say you had something to do a step up on, you have Mm -hmm. like a bench or you have some sort of sturdy box or sturdy something to like do a step up on in between every step up that you do, you can do some like lateral raises and you can even just hold your arms out for like a duration of like 10 on each, each uh, leg, Mm -hmm. your shoulders are going to be on fire. Like you're getting your shoulders, your heart rates getting elevated. Yeah. Uh, it might sound kind of corny in in comparison to some of the stuff that we really love to do, you know, throwing on a bunch of weight on like a deadlift or something like that. But it's still fun and you're still going to get a lot
1: of exercise out of it. Mm-hmm. And this is where things like slowing down is going to help a lot. If you're doing a lot of bodyweight stuff, let's say that like let, you have a, a chair, right? And maybe you want to do a single leg squat down to the chair. You could do that. You could try to slow yourself down on every single rep. Trust me. After Torture. like. After rep three, bro, your quads are going to be on fire, right? Do multiple sets of that in terms of pushups. You could do tempo pushups where you're controlling it down controlling it up. If you think to put your two, uh, if you, if you're too good for pushups, try that shit. Your chest is going to be on fire.
2: Yeah. Or you, I'm seeing a lot of people showing, uh, on Instagram, like they're doing a push up and then they're like touching each shoulder and then they go down and then yeah. they like, touch each shoulder. It's like that, those little things in between. Like now, now you're engaged, your core. Um, it's all, it gets to be really difficult. Even in between a push up, just doing a, a, a plank can be really hard because that's like the first thing. Like if you have strong arms, mm-hmm. first thing to kind of give on you is kind of like your midsection. You're like, oh shit. You start to kind of bow in the middle a little bit.
1: Yeah. You could do some planks. You could do some side planks. I mean, the list is like. What are the things called when you're doing, we used to do in the soccer. You do a push-up. you come up and then you bring your knees up for like 10 or whatever. A mountain climber. Mountain climbers. Those oh, are brutal. Those are horrible. Those are horrible. But you could
2: do that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Burns your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Burns everything. Yeah, bear crawl is a really bad one. And then, like, the crab walk. <laughs> what was the crab walk? Crab walk is where you're walking on your hands and your, and your feet. Oh, with yeah. Your yeah, hands yeah. kind of like behind your body. Uh huh. Those are really hard.
1: Yeah. So, that shit's brutal. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of stuff that could be done with your body right pull-ups now. Pull ups, perhaps. You know, if you have somewhere to do a pull up on. Mm-hmm. If you can, I know some places, you know, you can't get it shipped to you, but those, like, uh, the pull ups that you put on door frames, mm-hmm. those are so clutch right now. Like those, if if you can get your hands on them, and they're cheap 20, 30 bucks. Go to Sports Authority. Other yeah. stores have it. Target has it. I know Target has those for sure. The you can door get frame some pull apart
2: some handles and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know Randy Couture used to have like a a thing like that, and other celebrities have sold things like that, where it's you got some bands, and there's probably a lot of people that have they can dust off their. Treadmill, you know, the the treadmill, clear, clear out all the junk that you have stacked on your treadmill at home and you can probably, you know, fire that thing up. Hopefully too much smoke doesn't come out of it, but you can probably get that thing going and you can probably, uh, I I bet, I bet like a lot of, a large majority of people, uh, especially like a homeowner, I would imagine that you have, you get some sort of representation of some sort of weight, whether it's just like one set of dumbbells or a plate. Um, you have something somewhere that I'm sure you could utilize. You know what? Weight vest, weighted vest could be really uh, Ooh, powerful. That would be clutch. Yeah, because it's unstoppable. With the, I mean, it's on. You know, you can do so much different stuff with it. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Why don't I have a weighted vest? I'm just thinking
1: about that now. Damn, I don't know. That sucks. But I, I was, I was thinking this because um, when I was talking to like I think New Jersey, like and New York and Columbus uh the people i have there they're like yeah gyms are closed here unless it's like a really small private Mm. gym but there are a few people who are like "Ah, my friend owns a garage gym or whatever so i'll say this if you're a person that has a garage gym i don't know if this is irresponsible for me to say but if you got like some friends that you know aren't infected and they need to work out might be a good idea just to like let them work out with you but you know Safety first, obviously, but like I was telling people, you know, if you have a friend that has a garage gym, maybe see if they'll let you work out with them because like a lot of people have like, you know, full on sets, yeah. you know, doesn't mean you need to open up for business and let everybody in the neighborhood come train. Right. But might be a good idea to open up a little bit. I just be careful, please, with that suggestion. I don't want anyone getting sick because I told them to open up the garage yeah. gym to their friends.
2: I, I would say, you know, like this at this point. Like, I still feel like I'm kind of irresponsible. Like, I I'm still showing up here. I'm still gathering with you guys. I'm still lifting, and when I lift, it's like usually with like my brother and somebody else. And like, I'm still kind of carrying on, and I probably shouldn't be. And I'm advising for other people not to, but I'm mm-hmm. not listening to my own advice even. But it's uh, it's just difficult. But I, you know, my real concern is for. The older folks, that's where most of the information seems to be. And so I'm trying to, you know, like, for example, we had uh, kind of a family gathering last night. I just didn't go to it because I'm like, I don't, I can't control what everybody else does, but I can control what I do and I'm not Mm -hmm. going. Like, I don't want to uh, think back and be like, oh, shit, like, was I, you know. Part of that, I've been trying to advise my dad to, you know, switch his tax practice to doing stuff more on the phone. And I don't know how much he'll listen to that. Tax season is kind of coming more towards the end. Um, and just even on that note, for everybody, anyone who cares, uh, the government is going to extend your taxes this year by at least a month, if not longer, because of uh, everything that's going on. So people can can uh, feel a little relaxed about that. But my dad usually has like a whole swarm of people come to him in the very beginning and he's already gotten past all that. Mm -hmm. And then now it's like, it's a little slower, but then there's all the people that kind of like file like last minute and and late and stuff like that. And so uh, he'll have to kind of figure out that last part of it. And, you know, we know that it can be active on paper and stuff like that for a while. So even people dropping it off, there's still some risk, but I would just say it's got to be decreased by quite a bit, but I don't, I don't know, you know, but hopefully he can, uh, I've been, urging him to, uh, encouraging him to change some of what he's doing and, uh, we'll, we'll see how much he listens, but yeah, I just don't, I just don't want to see, you know, people close to me. Uh, I mean, what a, what a horrible way to go for anybody really, right? A horrible way to go for anybody, but it seems like it it seems it, I guess we'll never be able to trace it back to like a situation like, Oh, you know, we gathered at that one thing and then he probably got it from there. You know, you're not going to be able to do that, but, um, it seems like maybe we can avoid it. So let's just,
0: I guess, try our best that we can to avoid it. Yeah. And because you can't track back exactly where it is, you'll think about every yeah. single scenario where you're like, ah, why did I do that? Why did I go to that? We should have canceled this. We should have canceled that. And so when I was talking to my mom on the phone, I'm just like, hey, it's it's way better to be like way over the top safe than to be way over the top sorry. Like, cause it could be that bad.
2: Yeah. It's a lot better to be like, oh man, we were, we were super cautious with that. Mm-hmm. We were, we acted ridiculous when that thing happened, but at least you're still able to talk about it. Yeah. At least you're able to still be, be around for it. It's really interesting too. Like, you know, having been around for other things that have happened where, where there hasn't been as much like hysteria around it, you know, like their swine flu wasn't a, wasn't really a thing. Like people just, not that they didn't care about it, but I mean,
1: I don't know what the numbers show, but maybe just a lot less people died from it or something. I don't know. I was a teenager when that was happening. I think I remember everyone was making jokes about it at school. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, cause yeah. it wasn't that, it wasn't like well, as we still bad see as a lot of people time. making jokes about
2: this at, at the moment too. Right. There's still a lot of humor going around. And I, I think that, I think that humor is good. I, yeah. I think that humor is always good. You know, I think Guilty. there there's some, well, there's some things that aren't funny, right? There's certain things that just aren't like nine 11, yeah, let, no. Nine Eleven. There's, there's, there's not any tolerance or room for humor mm-hmm. that I could think of that are appropriate at all, right? Unless you're Pete Davidson. Who's Pete Davidson? You don't know who Pete Davidson is? <laughs> well, comedians so, kind of they can kind of do anything if 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 done correctly mm-hmm. they can if they're good they can kind of do anything.
1: Okay, so Pete he's on SNL. He's the guy who dated Ariana Grande, but his whole thing and he always makes jokes about it in every single one of his comedy sets. His dad was one of the firefighters that oh, died. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but the thing is, since he's a comedian, he makes light of it in the most messed up way, but you can't help but laugh. Like, right, you know, right, right. Uh, obviously it's a horrible situation, but yeah. But I like, that's the thing. In these situations, like, I don't know, I think it's funny about that, Love. but in this situation, we know, yes, people are dying. We understand that. But I think if you can bring a little bit of humor out of it, that's not too horrible mm-hmm. as long as it's not, you know out of place or right just
2: really just fucked up i think it just uh where it where it hurts is uh where it's like sometimes things aren't sometimes jokes aren't worth it right yeah um and that's a that's a shitty spot to be in because it's like hey can we fuck around about this like i just want to i just want to mess around i don't want to mess i don't want to mess around about somebody's ethnicity or someone's race and then it hurts their feelings mm-hmm. or or it makes me Paints me in some weird light you know i just want to have fun with making fun of andrew because he's mexican i want him i want to have i want him to make fun of me for being fucking white and being ignorant towards stuff like i i just i I like that kind of stuff i do too man it's kind of fun you know it's fun and funny to me yeah but then if it if it's hurting other people and in this case like if you had someone fucking die from coronavirus like shit ain't shit ain't funny you know and i yeah it's but like we're saying you know hopefully um you know ho- hopefully we get past this thing and then hopefully we can kind of look at it and and maybe one day just you know realize that it wasn't as detrimental as we thought and hopefully a lot of people come out doing okay you mm-hmm. know on the back end of it but we don't we don't know at the moment you know uh there's people that are saying they think everyone's going to get it
1: yeah i think i i don't know where i saw but apparently it was. Someone said that up to a million Americans are probably going to get it
2: right. I almost wonder, too, like, this is weird, but uh, there's a lot of, like, science behind the thought process of somebody when they get cancer, like the Jeopardy guy, like they thought he was done Mm -hmm. and he was like, no, I'm not done. Like, he's, you know, he like I know you can't, like, will it to not happen. But there is some research mm-hmm. that kind of shows that if you are positive and the people around you are positive, that it does help. How many Americans right now are maybe even like opening themselves up to coronavirus because they're like, you know what? I really haven't been feeling that good lately, and I'm a little bit warm, you know. Like, mm-hmm. how many people have worried themselves into? Because that, I mean, I think that's real. I think that you can worry yourself so much. Yeah, RPR. Yeah, I think I think you can worry yourself into a spot that maybe, you know lowers your immunity a little bit right i I mean i'm accepting of that and maybe a lot of people are flipping out so much that they're panicking into it almost yeah Yeah.
0: i don't think you can uh worry yourself to get the coronavirus but you could definitely open yourself up to be more susceptible
1: accurate yeah
0: that i totally agree with you
1: i mean think about it anxiety makes people like sleep horribly and like there yeah. have been nights where I've been pretty anxious about certain things that have gone on and my night of sleep was horrible. Now think about the vets of your every day you're anxious about something and your sleep is consistently horrible. And what's what typically has the biggest effect on your immune system? The amount of sleep you get. So you're absolutely opening yourself up to that if you're, if you're constantly anxious about stuff like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yo, I think you need to get an aura ring, buddy. I think you'd
2: love this thing. I would. I this know thing, I would. <laughs> this thing's tracking. And then, like, there's other things like whoop, like the wrist thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, dude, like, the information from this thing, like, telling me <laughs> about my sleep and stuff, sometimes it's super discouraging cause I'm like, fuck. Because <laughs> it'll tell you, like, it'll tell you, like, you don't have it for the day kind of thing. Oh. So I, I actually look at it at the end of the day. Because I'm so, like, I don't want to like, sometimes I'm training and I'm like, ah, I'm going to load up some good weight on a squat today, regardless of what this damn thing says. Um, but w- the way I look at it is it's a cumulative, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter what the reading is for the day. Like there's no reason to panic. It doesn't matter what your nutrition is necessarily for that specific day. It just matters that over time that you got it right. And so I'm kind of viewing sleep the same way. I I want to have some good accuracy with the sleep, especially over a period of time. And the sleep is getting better, um, but it gives you kind of like a sleep score like every day. Like I had an 85 the other day. Um, I had like an 85 and then like a 70 and then like an 85 and then I didn't even look at today's because mm-hmm. last night, I don't know why, I just kept waking up. Damn. I just woke up a bunch and, you know, people ask me, like, why do you think you wake up so much? Are you worried about something? I'm like, I must be. I must be subconsciously <laughs> worried about fucking something because I wake up all the time. Usually it's just to use the bathroom, but mainly like you're, you're supposed to be sleeping deep enough to where – The bathroom's not an option for you. Like you're out Mm -hmm. and your, you know, bladder and all that stuff pretty much shuts down, just as it does sometimes in like exercise. Like sometimes, every once in a while, you really have to use the bathroom. But for the most part, when you're doing jujitsu for 60, 90 minutes, you're not like, man, I really got to pee like out of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. Occasionally, maybe it happens, but pretty rare, you know, And, and your kidneys and a lot of stuff will kind of, they'll, they'll kind of shut down. And for me, like with my sleep, I don't get enough deep sleep, but uh, in having this ring and like kind of practicing and working on it better. And then I'm trying to see like, does a shower make a difference? You know, does a shower kind of bring me down? Um, I'm going to get a sauna soon. So that might help a lot. You know, hopefully I can, uh, you know, use that before bed to maybe, you know, relax a little bit more. I think the truth of it is, is like I have to do some stuff that I just don't want to do. I think I need to, get away from the phone like two hours before bed. And I probably get away from the phone more like an hour before bed. And it's not so much that there's a, a problem with the phone necessarily, but just, you know, being on like alert and being like, yeah. And having your mind continuing to race, you know, is uh, kind of impacting some of that. So I'm trying to make it better, but I, th- I think
1: you would, I think you would dig it. It's kind of fun to like analyze it. Yeah. No, these past few days, actually no it's been like a week and a half i haven't had the apple watch because i had to send it back to the apple store and all the apple stores are closed Damn. i've just been like fuck i can't track shit because <laughs> i even i use it like um even when i do cardio to track my heart rate to make sure i'm in the right place so like now when i do cardio i'm just gonna have to i'll go by feel, feel. <laughs> well, you'll probably kind of know i able to, is, right i'll be, a, be i'll be able to probably be close to where i want to be but still, like, there are some portions of the cardio where you want to slow down a little bit, but you'll be like, oh, snap, I got to keep it up. So it, it, it does show how uh, it does affect that just a little bit. But yeah, I'm curious actually which one's better, the, the whoop or the aura ring? Because apparently they both track mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah, I so think it might knows. be just a matter of
2: uh, which one's in your in your price range. I don't know that if preference. there's... Yeah, I don't know. And preference. Yeah, I don't know if there's a huge difference. But, uh, yeah, I'm digging this. Like, it tells you your body temperature and shit. Mm-hmm. It tells you all kinds of
1: stuff. It's so cool that I can just do that from there, too. I know. Like, just you just from don't, your finger.
2: It, so, one thing it doesn't do that's a little bit annoying is it doesn't really give you your heart rate. Ah. So, like, during training, it doesn't give you your heart rate. Um, I just don't think it can accurately do that through here. Or, or maybe it has to... I don't know why it doesn't give you your heart rate during exercise. Um, But what it does show you, it shows you like how many calories it thinks I burn. And it tells me all kinds of shit like that, which is pretty cool. I burned like 4,000 calories from not doing hardly anything, like 3,400 or 3,500. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, that that matched up with what they did yesterday when they hooked me up to that. Uh, Yesterday I did like a VO2 max and Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And that was pretty cool. Like that was fun. Um, And, uh, you know, I was, They're trying to test to see like what I'm burning, you know, when. And uh, I haven't seen all the results from it, but they were pretty excited. They were like, dude, you're actually in really good shape, like considering the different stages they had me kind of go through. But I don't have, I have first gear. First gear is like my 10 minute walks. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, you got that shit down. Like you're really good there and you can probably maintain that pace for hours on end and not be fatigued and actually probably get a stimulus from it and actually
1: feel really good but we were walking in columbus <laughs> yeah I love, you just made us keep walking. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah i love i love i love to walk you know I-, I can do that forever yeah and they're like and then when we kicked it into high gear they're like you got plenty of that like you can you can go hard and you can actually go Fairly long, so that was pretty good. But they're like, for some reason, you're missing, like, two and three. Like, you don't have, like, middle gears. I'm like, yeah, well, that makes sense. With powerlifting, you know, I just have these repeatable efforts that I normally take a little, you know, not a little bit, a a decent break for. And uh, I go and, you know, hit it again. And and then, like, I got my mindset wrapped around that top-end stuff. But, you know, if you ask me to, like, go on, like, a jog, like, hey, let's go jog. Like, if I had to jog two miles... Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do very well. Like I could, I could force myself to make it, but I'll, I'll
1: really be dying. Yeah, I'll be dying inside. I just won't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you. So did they, did they have you run? Did they have you use a bike? Like what was that deal? Because I know some places like they have a bike and a treadmill, so that you choose.
2: Yeah. So they just wanted me to be on a piece that I was comfortable with, mm-hmm. and so I chose the bike because I was like, I don't know what you know if i'm if i'm trying to like really really run i'm like i don't want to potentially hurt my hip or my knee or my hamstring or something like that so i felt yeah. like the bike was safer the assault bike and uh i utilized that but like, i want to do this i know yeah it, well I, it's, it's funny cuz when they're rapid, i mean they were so excited the entire time they're like beaming you know <laughs> they're they're fans you know yeah 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 and they they don't get to play with like powerlifters you know so they're super excited <laughs> and at the end i was like i was like holding it all in you know the whole time i said hey I said, I got something for you guys. They're like, what? Like, what else you got for us? I said, I have my (laughs) African-American, my African-American brother. (laughs) So I'm going to bring him in and you'll be freaked out by him because he does jujitsu seven days, eight days a week. And I said, the readings you'll get off of this guy are going to really flip you guys out. So they're going to be be checking you out, Natty Professor. Sick. I can't wait. <laughs> They're going to find wait. out that you ran off a trend balloon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. What it's is this substrate right here? It's just in the blood, man. That I was born with it. Mm. Nothing I can do about it. But yo, I actually had a question for you because this morning it popped up on my recommended. Um, you got like a blood test a few weeks ago or whatever. And you said everything was good. Now, mm. Did you end up talking more about it later or no? um i'm not sure what popped up was it maybe like a youtube video it was a youtube video yeah you mentioned it Mm -hmm. and you said like um like you made a joke about your cholesterol being 400 but it wasn't but then you said you talk more about it later i don't know if you did
2: yeah yeah so uh i shot a video with carlos i'm not sure if the video's out yet okay okay but it will be up very soon and then also on this the mark bell super training youtube channel I had long conversation when you guys were there when we were in Los Angeles about uh, my cholesterol with Dr. Sean Baker and Paul Saladino and we took kind of a deep dive into that. Mm-hmm. Um but my cholesterol is, is even better than it was then uh, on this kind of more current test that I got. Nice. But I can't I can't even accurately remember you know, where, where it was. But anyway, the, sh- the short of it is, is that the video, if it's not out yet, it will be up very soon on Mark Smelly Bell yous- YouTube channel. And the concern for cholesterol is kind of over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't mean that cholesterol doesn't matter. It's in accordance to some other factors um, that can help be predictors of cardiovascular disease or potential of cardiovascular disease so the other things that you want to look at is like resting insulin your resting glucose might matter a little bit in there as well but it's all factors of cholesterol and not just your total cholesterol so my total cholesterol is high um but again half the people that go in the hospital for a heart attack have um bad and high cholesterol or their bad, quote unquote, bad cholesterol is high or their total cholesterol is high and half don't have that. Mm-hmm. So it's not a great indicator of cardiovascular health. What's more important is your cholesterol or what they think is more important at the moment is your cholesterol to triglyceride ratio and then also your resting insulin. Okay. Those are like the, those are the main factors that you really want to look at. And uh, my resting insulin is like super low. Interestingly enough, my resting glucose is like 99, and that's a normal adaptation to a carnivorous-style diet. Hmm. What's odd about that is that if um, let's just say let's say your diet let's say that you're let's say that you have 200 grams of carbohydrates every day, yeah. and I have zero, right? Your um, <clears throat> I would imagine that your resting glucose would be lower than mine. Which is weird, right? Yeah. But it's just because your body is clearing it out. Okay, that makes sense. Um, And then also a natural adaptation to a low-carb or carnivorous diet is um, your body tries to become more efficient at creating some of this glucose since you don't have any of it coming in uh, through dietary needs. And then also you can potentially get uh, your your, uh, cortisol levels will be higher in the morning. Um, as a result of this kind of low carb lifestyle, I forget why, but you know everything kind of has a yin and a yang, and mm-hmm. everything has a plus and a minus to it. the The short of it is this: is like if you were to eat to to make sure that that doesn't happen as much, if you were just to have twenty five to fifty grams of carbohydrates a day, it might help clean. It might help clean clear some of that up. But we don't really know if that's even important or not, because yeah. you're resting glucose by some people's measures they don't think it really matters too much unless you're diabetic hmm.
0: has that like altered some of the uh, the training times that you've been coming in here because I know it's been yeah. like midday into later so mm-hmm. does the cortisol level in the morning no the the,
2: the switch with uh, training has mainly been due to like the season like it's not hot out like I like training super early when it's hot out because it gets so hot and then the other part of it is just sleep you know uh, you know how hard like the the stuff that it does to you mentally and the way that it can, like, fix your shit and fix your life to wake up that early in the morning and train <laughs> is phenomenal. The deprivation of sleep is, like, long-term not worth it. But to do it occasionally and do it for a little while, I li- I still like that. Um, I still wake up pretty early. But as you know, Andrew, like, when we're trying to be here at, like, 4.30 or 4, it's absurd you know mm-hmm. uh, like even if you just you wake up to use the restroom at like 2 or two 30, you're like oh fuck it's like might bas- as well get up <laughs> yeah it's basically time to get up you're yeah. like shit you know when i was training with o'hearn i would wake up i think two forty five. yeah yeah was it two 45 i'd wake up two forty five 45 like a 20 minute drive for me to go from malibu to gold's gym and uh yeah just and i i you know he like mike and uh honey who you know doing my diet and stuff they were like yeah man you gotta you gotta get that meal in before you train i'm like it's that it's more important than my sleep i'm like i don't think so but yeah i just listened to what the fuck they said yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah when we were hitting 4 a.m on a like regular basis yeah it was the alarm was 245 and It was oh my gosh! It was so difficult for me. But there's so many positives to it,
2: right? Like, w- w- what would you say? Would you say the positives outweigh the negative, or do you think they're about even?
0: Or what are your, what's your personal thoughts on it? Short-term the positives way outweigh the negatives. Long-term though, like it's just not feasible. It, it beats you to man, it beats you to the ground. Like it, it's mm-hmm. so hard. <laughs> like you know what, what? 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 I ended up seeing was like. You know like okay training was was doing really well and then all of a sudden like productivity throughout the day was like totally faltering and i'm just like oh my gosh like this sucks and then wait really yeah and then i'd get home and then it's like hey okay family time and i'm snoring at like six o'clock mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was yeah it was bad but for like let's say i don't know like like a month straight it was like dude like i was lit on fire like it was awesome and that just kind of got beat down. Mm-hmm.
2: It's it's uh it's good to do it for a little while. It's a good practice. And like, could you wake up a little bit later? Yeah, you, certainly. Like, that's that's very early. But we were doing it for a specific reason because my buddy Sean was trying to get back home to his kids and stuff, and then his wife would go out and do CrossFit at like six in the morning. So we we're trying to get these workouts done. You know specifically, it was it was like an hour, maybe an hour and a half too early. You know, yeah. starting at starting at five or five thirty, starting at five thirty, in my opinion, is like pretty reasonable. Like mm-hmm. I, I kind of naturally like to wake up early anyway, so that doesn't bother me that much. And then it doesn't make nighttime completely ridiculous, but we all know, like one bad night of sleep, really does not feel it doesn't feel good at all no. one bad night of sleep does not it feels like shit and so if you miss you know if you're going to try to train at 5:30 every morning even at 5:30 you have one night where you go to bed at like 10:30 or 11 or just you just have a restless night where
0: you even you went to sleep on time you're toast man mm-hmm. it's going to be rough yeah i feel like uh if you if you have the goal of getting to the gym at 5:30 well for me i should say it's like the perfect amount of like tiredness at the end of the day to just pass out really Mm -hmm. quick i don't have a problem falling asleep but like when you're that like super like okay i'm about to hit deep sleep like i'm already there (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know with before i even fall asleep i think that's like a really good place to be but when it's like when you feel that way when you're still at work it's like oh that's a little bit too much yeah
1: yeah, I, I don't think I ever joined you guys on those four
0: AM. No, and you'd be like, "How come you guys don't invite me?" It's like, "Well, dude, you're probably still awake." <laughs> well, some, you know, some, some,
2: there's that too. You know, some people like they like to operate a little later in the day, which I think is, I think is totally fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've i one of the videos I made, you know, waking up early, ended up on bodybuilding.com, and it, it's a great uh, video. It has like eight hundred thousand views mm. or something, and it blew up pretty good. You know. Um, but you know, it's a lot of younger people that are that are checking it out, and so there's a lot of negativity on there. A lot of negative. It Doesn't matter when you wake up; it matters what you do with your day. And I totally, that 's <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, yeah. oh, true. Yeah, It's Oh, a hundred percent true. Yeah, it Doesn't make any difference when you wake up. I mean, Dave Tate like works through the night, and I mean, he's extremely successful, the owner and operator of EliteFTS.com. And there's millions of of people that are like that that are you know high level performers that work later on in the day, and especially a lot of creative people, a lot of writers, a lot of, you know, people that I would imagine that most people that have written, you know, some of the best books we've ever had uh, probably have written them or best scripts we've ever seen. Probably some of them were written at like two in the morning. Absolutely. You know, they didn't wake up at two. They, they, you know, just didn't go to bed until 6 a.m. or something like that mm-hmm. probably. So it doesn't really matter a ton, but what it did for me personally is it and I've talked about this before, is it caused a cascade of disciplines that surrounded that where I'm like, okay, like it, it makes you militant, mm-hmm. you know? It's like being thrown into the military. Like if I had people to come here and I could mentor people, that's where we would start. I'd be like, see you in the fucking morning at 4 o'clock. Yeah, Because I know, especially if you're like a kid, if you're like an 18-year-old kid that's like way into bodybuilding, powerlifting and stuff like that, I would say see you at 4 a.m. You know, and it's not about... It's not about really just getting there at 4 a.m it's about organizing yourself and having everything else surrounding it so that you can get there at 4 a.m and still function really powerfully and then if you have a regular uh, life where you have a job where you got to sit down and actually bust your ass and do a lot of work that's going to be really hard and probably not all that practical for the long for the long run um, but if it's the only option that you have it's either that or don't work out. Mm-hmm. Then that might be what you have. And then you have to decide how many times a week are you going to do that? Because if you have, let's say you have like a job that's like eight to five or eight to four or seven, whatever, and you have to train at five in the morning, maybe you just make that commitment. You say, I'm going to do that Tuesday, Thursday, and then Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to hit the gym too. You know, that way you don't have to do it every day Mm -hmm.
0: because doing it every day is where you run into trouble. Yeah, And I I find like what you were saying about the uh, like authors and stuff getting real creative at night. I I absolutely agree with that. And I do feel that. But I've also noticed that when you can flip that and wake up early and get work done, like my productivity is insane. But the same like isn't there. Like so I'll be able to get a lot done. But like the uh, like, I guess that the uh, like velocity of it all is slowed down because I'm still like trying to get my like gears moving and, you know, wake up and still have the energy. The energy is just not there.
1: Were you aspect. always going to bed
0: on time
1: to be able to get up at that time? Or were you like, I think that might be the thing. I mean, what do you think?
0: No, I, was, I, I would. It was always a full on all out sprint to try to get in bed mm. or close to it around seven, which is impossible. Mm. so then the goal is like okay i'm gonna shoot for seven if i can get eight that's great but it was always just a struggle like you know uh with, with family and just with anything going on, like I'm not even going to say like, Oh, if you have kids, like it's worse or not. Like everybody has stuff going on, yeah but that just kind of adds like another layer to it. Mm-hmm. So whether it's like, I don't know, homework or just, I mean, shit even getting your clothes ready for the next day, you're just like, fuck. like Those I'll, are those
1: disciplines that you just met. Yeah. Yeah. So those, so those, those those disciplines it's, it's and just I still tough. do a
2: lot of that, you know, even oh, yeah. though I'm not getting here super early, I still wake up pretty early, but like, you know, last night, whenever there's like a lull in a day where the day is like, there's just not really anything that productive to do in the day. I try to think about what's something I can do to kind of like launch me ahead. Mm. You know, uh it's a weird thing to think about, but like what's something that can launch me past myself? Almost like you're picturing like passing yourself up on the street, you know, you're <laughs> running past yourself being like, see you later sucker. Yeah. <laughs> like what's the thing that can, can do that for like you. That. And for me, like I'm, my phone is like uploading something last night and it's just taking a thousand years. And I'm like, okay, well rather than sit here and watch this and be like frustrated that it takes forever, charge the phone, boom, go take a shower, lay out my clothes for the next day. Mm. That gets done. And, uh, I already had dinner and then I had my second dinner and, and that was that for the day, you know, and that, that worked great and it's like i try to do that most of the time and then i'm also i try to just be thoughtful of stuff like um how is what i'm doing at the moment productive even if it's like me being as lazy as possible just chilling Mm -hmm. maybe that's good you know like did i get a chance to do that did i get a chance to people talk about being mindful you know but did you have an opportunity during the day at all to be, like, mindless and just be numb and, <laughs> yeah. just, to, and just to, like, just to not do anything? And the answer usually for me is, like, not really. Um, but how much of that do you need? You know, you shouldn't need too much of that. So, uh, last night for me, it was, like, I watched ESPN for, like, an hour, which I mm-hmm. haven't done in forever. And I'm like, fuck, Tom Brady's going to the Buccaneers. Like, what the hell's That's going crazy, on? crazy, by Buccaneers? the way. Buccaneers?
1: Yeah. yeah. Ah, I actually know that team. Um, but yeah, I heard you he left the Patriots. That's fucking wild.
2: The uh Buccaneers, if they if they were to have a ten and six record for the next forty years, they would be at five hundred in terms of uh they're like fifty uh, percent. They would be fifty fifty. So right now they're at like thirty eight percent uh winning average <laughs> and they have the worst out of the NHL, NBA, and NFL. They got the
0: worst fucking record the, out of any possible team. Yeah, they they used to be called the succineers. They were so bad. Wait, so are they were they bad last year? I'm they're wondering bad all like, the time. They're, they're bad all the time. They're bad all the time except for the one year. That they had an amazing team when they were coached by Coach Gruden, where they won the Super Bowl. So, can you guys like? Why did he choose
1: to go to the Buccaneers? Do you know that yet? Like, is there anything that makes sense about that move? He's getting paid a ton of money. Like, what's the deal? I don't
2: here? think it's financial necessarily. Although I'm sure it's he's, he's, getting, Brady, paid, so he's yeah. getting paid well. But um, so they had two receivers that had over a thousand yards uh, last year. So they had two receivers that performed really well. He's got people he can chuck the ball to. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that because they have people that they can throw the ball to like that, that they must have good blocking. So he probably has good protection. So, I mean, at the very least, I mean, he's not at 43. I wouldn't imagine that he would go to a team where he's like, man, I'm going to get killed if I go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have good pass protection probably. They probably have a good coach. I believe that that was some of the stuff. And then also I think – you know, now it's a race between him and like Belichick to see who can be the most successful mm-hmm. without one another, you know? And I think Shannon Sharp was talking about that the
1: other day. Did you see the the, the meme that Shannon Sharp put up on his... Uh, I, I don't think I saw it. Andrew, it okay. It's a Tom Dude, Cruise Shannon thing. Sharp has... He has the best... <laughs> he's so funny. He has the best Instagram ever. That man is so, so freaking hilarious. I love that guy. Dude, that guy's from another planet. Yeah, he really is. And he just doesn't age. Have you noticed that? He's still 30. Oh, he's, <laughs> or 35 at, Jan- at the most. He's in those suits and shit, and
2: he's yoked. Yeah. He looks amazing. I don't know how he does it. It does make any sense. And then then he was, like, uh, benching, like, 450 or 425 or something for, like, some reps and stuff. Like, he's not short. Yeah. (laughs) He's, like, 6'3 or 6'4. Wait, pause. He's 6'3, 6'4? At least. What? He's a fucking (laughs) monster. I mean, he's got the long-ass fucking arms. I mean, he's a,
0: man, he is a mutant. And then another cool aspect of it all is the, uh, (laughs) the, um... I like the looks of this. The Super Bowl is going to be in... Uh oh my gosh. Tampa Bay. Oh yeah. Okay. So Florida. If if he yeah, so if he takes his team to the Super Bowl, it'll be like the first time ever that somebody's been able to a team has played mm. f- their home, you yeah, know, yeah. for the Super Bowl. If it's, he
1: manages this, Brady's going to be like a football god.
0: He, he, already, he already is. He is. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Montana, you know.
2: Oh, there was a guy uh yesterday, uh the mayor of Buffalo. Did you guys see that clip? No. The mayor of Buffalo, he came out and had this like – he was talking about the coronavirus. Everything he was talking about was like very serious. Mm -hmm. And then just like – he just deadpanned it and didn't even like – you know, didn't laugh or nothing. And he goes, and for all the Buffalo, cause Buffalo gets their ass kicked all the time by the Patriots. Yeah. And he goes for everybody that wants to celebrate Brady leaving the AFC West or AFC East. He's like, please do, do so responsibly. Don't gather in gatherings of more than 10 people. That's <laughs> awesome. And everyone's like clapping That's and people great. are getting all fired up and stuff. But he was like, yeah, he just, you know, they'll just do it like
0: privately, you know, this, great. this needs audio, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. Let me, bam. God, this is so funny.
3: I'm not going to do what you want <laughs> no way. I'm going to do. Just, just flip out.
0: Edelman.
2: Well, let me just, let me oh, just say, as I
0: ease out of the office, I helped build. I'm sorry, but it's a fact oh my God. that there is such a thing as manners. A way of treating people. Who's coming with
2: me? He's got his fish. Who's coming
3: with her? <laughs> I will go with you.
0: Of course. Thank you. <laughs> we'll
2: see you all again. They gotta be laughing Sweet about t-
1: this. Yeah, you know what I mean? like Brady's gotta love that. yeah. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. I had to look up who Giselle was, which is his wife. Cause I don't know these things, but that was great. I, uh, it, it's, it's pretty funny. I think I saw a quote
2: from like Bob craft and he was like, he earned the right to, you know, after doing this for us for 20 years to leave respectfully. I was like, what do you mean? Like he, he had to do, he had to play for you for 20, he had to work for you for 20 years to earn the right to like move on to something different like that. Yeah. I, it just sounded weird. I, I'm sure it's part of a, like a lot larger speech, but I was like, that just sounds. It this does sound, sound a little bit. Yeah. I, yeah. G- I get what you're saying. Yeah. It sounds like he like really owned him, you know, like weird, <laughs> like weird, weird way of a weird way of looking at it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Niners retrieved all but one starter on their defense. So I think we're going to be fine. Hmm. Ooh yeah they only they only lost one guy <sighs> sad they uh they traded forrest buckner for a 13th oh. round pick oh. which is it's fuck dude a first round pick but you can't really replace that guy yeah so no, it's gonna be beast. tough
1: wasn't isn't something about tom brady that he's like not wasn't he like picked in a late round or something oh, yeah. i think i spread that on wikipedia a few months yeah, yeah. ago yeah. right what, yeah. what was it, it like it, seventh round he was late
0: like yeah everybody passed on him that's so insane like, that's so crazy. Yeah, they just never thought he I know, was... Yeah. I'll show you a picture of him at the uh, the Combine. Everybody listening to the podcast
1: is like, yeah, we know in SEMA, but, you know, I'm new to this shit, guys. Come on now. Come on. Well,
2: it's funny. Everyone always brings this up, this, like, way that he used to look and stuff, but I would imagine he probably doesn't look that much different. No. <laughs> anymore. But he just is... I mean, he's he looks, he looks better. He's a better-looking guy, but it's money, you know, money can do that for you. Yeah, I don't know if
0: I would waste... <laughs> a first round pick on that.
1: Oh, this is dad bod
0: central right yeah, here. Why is he standing like
1: that? <laughs> Let's go play some hoops with my kids. Like, yeah, that's yeah.
0: what he looks like right yeah. here. He definitely has
1: the white A6 with grass stains. Yes. <laughs> He's got a little bit of like moose
2: knuckle going on too. Like he horked, he horked the shorts up a little too high. Pause, man. Yo,
0: you're like, tell
1: your kid, I'm about to show you the greatest football
0: player of yeah. all time, son. And you pulled this picture up that he has like, the uh lloyd christmas haircut from dumb and dumber
1: yes (laughs) yo this is amazing though it just honestly this goes to show you that like well certain positions like quarterback but i mean you could just just you could be super talented man Mm -hmm. like he can throw a ball like nobody else (laughs) that picture right there is hilarious oh man yeah i mean he's he's better built now but not not it's not that much different, right? Yeah, he's probably not, like, super jacked or anything at the moment. Yeah. Man, that's so crazy, His,
2: though. you know, body fat percentage is not relevant to what he's trying to do. It's not. Really. And
1: you he know, knows I've, how to take a tackle, I guess. Like, yeah. that's something you need to know how to do, so.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, even, like, in, like, MMA, like, we've seen some of the guys get really, really shredded, and then we've seen it, like, not pay off. Yeah, know? yeah. What about jiu-jitsu? Like, are there some guys that are, like, I mean, I know you're super lean, but, like, what about you see other guys gas out that are like bodybuilding looking ish
1: or uh, yeah so the top comp- I'm thinking of like the top guys in competition in terms of jujitsu, jitsu and they might not be like some of them like Andre Galvao um even uh not Keenan. what's his name Mushesha is pretty damn big Muhammad Ali his name is actually, he's a Brazilian guy named Muhammad Ali. I met, oh my God. Okay, so this was crazy when I went to that match with Chad. Because I saw some of, the, I met Muhammad Ali. And he won Worlds and the, I don't know if he was the super heavyweight bracket. Um And he won like overall two years ago. He's like 6'3", probably a cool 240, 245. Yo, he, like he was like, I'm like, this guy he might be a little bigger than me. <laughs> like, seriously. So, And Andre Gaval is like probably two inches shorter than you and just yoked. You know what I mean? And he's one He's one of the greatest competitors of all time. So there are a lot of guys that just kill. There are a lot of guys that are like um, Mikey Musumechi. But average body fat percentage amongst probably the best, the
2: cream of the crop, is, is probably like 12 to 15 percent. Probably
1: more like like 9 to 12 or 13. Like you'll see a, like a lot of them seem to be really lean. A lot oh, okay. of them seem to be really, really lean. There's some that are higher. Obviously, body fat I'm sure it's matter of the weight class a ton. To yeah, yeah. Matter. Yeah, it matters the weight class. There's some that
2: my uh,
1: body fat <laughs> super low. You know? Yeah, Settlidge is he's lean definitely Single digits or right 10% at least. Right. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, they're, the top competitors are typically in very good shape. It's rare that you see like really at like, you know, you don't usually see guys that look like, and this is no disrespect to him, by the way, Um Daniel Cormier, mm-hmm. you don't see many right. of those guys at the top levels of jujitsu, right? It's, it's very, I'm trying to think of. Any, to be honest and you just don't see that they're always in really good shape
2: i would say a lot of wrestlers too daniel Cormier has that wrestling background but a lot of wrestlers except for the heavyweight division mm-hmm. seem to be pretty in pretty good shape most of the time you know i think i might have sent you guys a, a video or a picture not too long ago of my buddy bobby lashley who was a real <sighs> high level you know a collegiate wrestler and then he went on to do a lot of wwf type stuff and wwe type stuff and then some ufc type stuff um but yeah he's like you know, super lean and, and think of like Brock Lesnar and a lot of these, yeah, these guys are, yeah, these guys are in good shape. It just takes a lot of conditioning, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes a tremendous amount of conditioning. Is there anything that you had to do specifically, like outside of jujitsu that you think helped at all? Or is it like just, you know, grappling, like getting a fresh guy in there and, and, and sucking it up in practice. Do you think that was, you know, most important for your conditioning type stuff
1: or? There's a lot of things that helps like, you know, when we had the the guy from CSA come, I started doing some of that cardio Mm -hmm. and that was beneficial. But the, the number one biggest thing that like helped was just rolling more. Mm. Like first off rolling almost every day, but also in the sparring rounds, not taking any of those rounds off, no matter how bad I felt. I think that was the thing that helped me continue to push my conditioning to that next level. Because like, like even when I'm just like, like I don't want to move my, I don't really, my body doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like it can really do well. I'm like, okay, this guy's probably going to fuck me up because I'm so tired. I still, Take that round, and I like I just roll through that, and it just gets much much easier. I think that might be some of the disadvantage of cardio pieces. You know, the advantage is
2: I get to concentrate. I get to go on this piece for this amount of minutes, and I can do I could sprint. You know, I, I could do longer duration stuff. You know, I have options of switching back and forth between different energy systems, and and it might be nice for general uh, work capacity. Mm-hmm. But I think you are kind of more specifically just getting better at that machine. You know, you're, you're getting better at that one thing. And and I think that's where like some CrossFit can come in or yeah. just what you're saying, like just do more of your sport if you can afford to do more of the sport. And it's not going to make you um, like overtrained or, you know, because you can, you can run into that sometimes. And that's why a boxer – you know, isn't going to just box all the time and just spar all the time. They're going to jump rope. They're going to run, you know, they're going to do some other things. They're not getting hit in the head all the time because you can't afford to do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Although that's probably the best training and getting punched in the stomach, you know, in round number eight and pushing through to round number 12 is probably the best training for it, but you can't afford to do that all the time because it will beat you up too much. So you have to kind of think of different ways, but if you're just trying to get in shape off of just a cardio piece that could be great for being lean Mm -hmm. that could be great for looking good but it may not be your best option in terms of being able to perform well at some
1: different uh, aspects of fitness exactly i mean i think that's why i like jiu-jitsu too like because when you do get really tired and you're forcing yourself to go into another round right like you really there there it's very it's going to be difficult for you to rest because you're trying to fight off submissions and you're fighting off submissions in awkward body positions right like it's it's not when you get tired on a bike, you can slow down a little bit. You got to mentally force yourself to speed up. When somebody's on top of you and mount, or they have your back, if you slow down, you're getting choked, <laughs> right? So you can't, you, you got to really, there's, there's that, that part of your mind where it, you want to slow down kind of turns off a little bit. And the part of your mind where I need to try and survive turns on. And you just don't think about it that much. You don't think about the fatigue as much, even though it's there. I think that's really, I think it's really interesting that you're
2: somebody's gonna somebody's gonna choke you out right mm-hmm. <laughs> or or potentially like snap your arm right break your arm choke you out you know that they're about to do something and your way out of it if you're skilled it could be to just kind of flow with it right could be just to kind of like go with it and understand which way to roll and the techniques and stuff but for the most part if you're newer your way out of it is, is going through a thinking process process and this is like a, I think a cool life lesson is that I think a lot of times we get jammed into these bad positions and these bad spots in life and we get super frustrated about it mm-hmm. and then like how good does frustration help <laughs> in jiu- Jitsu does it help you get out of any holds or, or being like overly worried or, or being super up. mad like does it help
1: it'll mess you up it's like not helpful yeah like you, you actually mentioned it perfectly like in those types of situations where you have to escape it you you typically First off, if you know the technique, you kind of just like flow through it. You, just, you know, you just kind of it's so
2: repetition like oh, he's got me here. I remember last time I rolled to my left and boom, I was out of it like that. Exactly. Try that again.
1: See if that works. Oh, he knows I'm doing that. OK, let me go the other way. Right. Exactly. But like exactly like when you're putting a, an armbar on a white belt and they're trying to get out of it and their their face is going crazy and their body's going crazy and they're not literally going to go anywhere that's that's what yeah you no amount of that helps they're scrambling and you're like Boop. <laughs> <laughs> you're just exactly yeah. you're just slowly yeah. bringing it back exactly so um yeah i was I was talking to someone about this man uh and i was mentioning how i think you touch uh, your face again by the Gah! way
3: ah!
1: i've touched it multiple times god yeah. dang it man don't mm, i'm the example it'll of what blow over to do. <laughs> <laughs> It'll blow over. But I was talking to him about bodybuilding, powerlifting, and jujitsu. And I was mentioning because, like, he was like, "Are you ever going to step back on the bodybuilding stage?" And I, I said, "Like, you know, not until I really feel an itch to do it." But in, in terms of bodybuilding, when you're super old, when you're like forty, honestly, like maybe so. <laughs> just say, yeah, just as a <laughs> yeah, challenge, right? Yeah, exactly. But what I was saying is like bodybuilding is cool, but you know, you don't get to compete that much. And the way you're judged is based off of judges. So, the 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 unfortunate thing about bodybuilding subjective is that yeah, subjective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. The unfortunate thing is that when you compete in bodybuilding, you can always give yourself an excuse for losing. You can always like you can always say, well. You know, mm-hmm. that judge, he was friends with this person. I definitely know I was leaner. You'll show the pictures to all your friends, and then they'll be like, dude, you were so much leaner than everybody else. <laughs> I have you first. Right? So you can, you can. <laughs> Wasn't even close. <laughs> Wasn't even close. Politics, bro. Exactly. That guy did a
2: competition <laughs> six weeks ago. He knows all the judges already. <laughs>
1: Yo, exactly. He's
2: that. sponsored by this guy. He has this coach. <laughs> like, they expedited him right to the top. They didn't even check you out. They need to look at you.
1: That's the thing about (laughs) bodybuilding competition. You can really make excuses for that. Like the training and getting better and improving and getting bigger is cool. But then you look at powerlifting and powerlifting is awesome because you can go into competition trying to beat other people. But even when you're a starting powerlifter, it's really cool because it really is a sport that can be, um, Equated to it's you versus you. Cause let's say you're not extremely strong. You're not like a world beater strong, but you, you, you know, you, you love to powerlift. So you have your first meet. And then you have your next meet and you you got stronger. You can see, wow, my total's bigger. I got stronger. You can see that improvement. I'm improving. I'm getting stronger, right? And yeah, like you get the lights and whatever. You can always try and argue that from time to time. But typically, if your squat was high, your squat was high. Right? So I that's why I really like like, like I like that. You know, you you can't make excuses for your mistakes. But I really like jujitsu training because I haven't I haven't gone, like, it it surprised me when I started because every single day you're losing when you start. Every single day you're getting choked and messed up multiple times. And it takes something to get used to that. Walking into that, slapping your partner's hand, they beat you up, thank you. You go to the next one, they beat you up, thank you. You do your first competition and maybe, you know, whatever. Like, if you get choked out, you get choked out, but you go right back to it. There's just this consistent beating Mm. that I've never lose, lose,
2: lose Lose. here, deal with this. You're going to lose this way. Oh, now you're going to lose this way. Oh, you think (laughs) you're going to win? Nope. You're going to lose
1: this way. Oh, this is perfect. You're going to lose that way. (laughs) Wrist lock, arm bar, leg lock. Like you just lose all the time until certain things click and then you don't lose as much, but you'll still lose quite a bit. Like it it really, uh, it really gets you. I, I, I was really trying to figure out what else can force you to fail so much and, and have you coming back. You know what I mean? Cause like, in, in, like when you're pursuing anything as far as like, you know, business or life is concerned, you always hear you're going to fail, you're going to fail, you're going to fail. But you can, you can, you, the, the instinct is to try and escape that. The in- instinct is either to maybe not do it because you're going to fail, not do it because you're embarrassed. But this jujitsu really makes you fail a lot to improve. You can't improve at jujitsu without getting tapped thousands of times. It's just impossible. Like no matter how big and strong you are happened to me too. Like you you can't get better without being fucked up multiple times. And that's the crazy thing about it.
2: It's not like you can just like get up and run away. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) You're like stuck there on the mat, you know? And I guess the one thing you could say about jujitsu, like in terms of competition is that it could kind of get left in the hands of the judges, and that's where it could get a little bit... When points or yeah. Yeah, it can get a little bit uh, weird from that, but I, I do love, like, this is an actual technique that people can use if they get pissed about something is that if you can think of something specific, and the more specific it is, the less likely you are to lose your cool, but it could even be something... It can even be something completely different than whatever it is that you're experiencing. Let's say you're pissed at your girlfriend, or you're pissed at your wife, or you're pissed that, you know, uh, you just got a coffee and you just uh, put the right amount of cream in it and everything. And you go to turn the corner and boom, the whole lid explodes and it fucking goes everywhere. And you're, like, you're actually mad. Like, it just me- it just messed you up. It got all over your new white shoes or something like that. And you're, mm-hmm. at the moment, you're not very rational about it and you are pretty pissed but they what they say is that if you can uh the more that you can the more that you can think uh towards something real specific the more that you can think of something that's like logistical or even like almost like mathematic the uh or something that has like math in it Mm -hmm. then then the sooner that you can like calm down from it it's a way of like distracting it's a it's a distraction technique so in your case you know these people like getting you in these holds right You know that if the guy got you in the same hold three weeks ago and tapped you, it does you absolutely no good to be like, "Ah," you know, like that does you no good. The the, the thing that's going to help you the best is to think like logistically, like, how do I get out of this? What what did I do last time? Last time I rolled towards my arm and I grabbed my other hand and then I leaned up on him and he wasn't that strong and I was able to break free. You know, that's what's going to help you the most is like, you know, experiences or thinking like in a logistic logistical way. So next time someone freaks out, and you're listening to this, and if you're you know if you have a day where something goes haywire, it doesn't have to be related to what it is that you're mad at. Mm-hmm. But you can even just allow it to distance you for a few minutes and distract you away from whatever it is that you're pissed about. You could like for me, like it would be like maybe I would think about a new product that we have coming out. Yeah. Like, oh man, I'm really mad that Jake did this or whatever and i can just like calm down for a minute put that on the shelf for half a second which is hard to do but that's the hardest part right there is just identifying that you're mad and that that's not a good strategy as we're pointing out here because you're going to get your arm broken right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know re- retrain and rethink the way out of it and then maybe just think okay well, actually you don't have that new product coming out but everything's all screwed up because of you know uh the coronavirus but you know, how do I get that product still made and, and stuff like that? And then you're going down a different trail and then you can get back to that thing later on
1: when you have uh, more sense about you. Are you, I, I swear I heard something like this. I don't know if it was last week. Did you mention something like telling someone what, if you get really mad, just start doing math. Cause I literally heard mm-hmm. that recently. You, yeah, you said yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was like, I swear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's
2: a, like, again, it's hard to do cause it's hard to recognize, but if you, think about all the times that you've been mad in your life and you think about all the different times that it's been helpful. <laughs> nah. and, uh, you know, you probably come up with the answer is probably zero. Sometimes it does help to show people emotion and that's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were to like cry or get upset or like uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's good to show people that you care about something. Sometimes it's the only way that they know, but it's usually not helpful to, yeah.
1: especially to get mad. Of course, no, it's it doesn't not really do much. But, um, yeah, you know, I want to say this though. From from what I said earlier, I don't want bodybuilders and powerlifters to think I'm saying that the sports aren't like sports aren't hard or that it's like not possible to fail in those sports. I wasn't at all saying any of that. Um, because in powerlifting we always talk about you don't necessarily want to fail a big lift. Like you want to set up your training so you don't fail. There's different
2: ways you can fail
1: it. There is different ways you Mm -hmm. could fail it. You
2: know what I mean? Just you didn't do it perfectly. You didn't do it well enough. Like we've talked a lot about that. Um, You know, uh, you, you always want to try to like, you don't always want to try to lift more necessarily, although that is ultimately the goal, but Mm -hmm. you want to try to lift better. You got to lift the weight better. You did 225 for a set of three last week, but you know, third rep, you bounce it off your chest and you kind of, let's see if we can, can we do, um, can we do uh, three sets of three with 220 or 215 and then maybe try 225 again the next week and and see if we can, you know, I've said this a million times over like, nothing bad's going to happen to you from doing it the right way yes you know just pot just positives going to come from it and i had to do a lot of that with andrew and andrew would be like damn it like i got to take this weight again i don't want to do this weight again and we i'd just keep you know shoving it into his head like we got to lift it better not necessarily just always try to lift more
0: mm-hmm. yeah man I, I wish i could um go back to like a couple days ago and start doing math because i was outside had on my my dope Vans and I stepped on some dog shit and oh. I was so pissed off because if you guys know the bottom of Vans it's like a like a grid pattern sort of thing so it was it was in there and it's it's not coming out yeah and I can get a pencil and just you know do, it it I know it, it it's yeah. fine but like I just took them off left them outside and like I fuck you. It. I was so mad
1: i would i would get pretty annoyed too or
2: mm-hmm. pissed. yeah well something else you know that you could do is you can like rather than thinking about like math or something you can think about just how funny is this story going to be to Jasmine later on like this <laughs> like i'm i'm actually pissed about this like fuck this this does suck but when i tell jasmine later on like hey you know remember like that spot we were walking the other day I totally stepped in the biggest mound of dog poop. I don't know how I saw it. It's all squished <laughs> into my, she's going to be like, oh my God, you know, that's gross. And she's going to think it's, she's going to think it's silly, right? Yeah. Like, oh man, I, you know, just didn't even bother with it. I just, I was so frustrated, I just took him off and left him there. Mm-hmm. You know, try to, try to think of it in some different way. Yeah. yeah. You guys, uh, you guys hearing any of this stuff about Kratom? Ooh, tell me. So there's a guy, oh, and no. I thought he was crazy, but and maybe he is. <laughs> there's a guy that's a fan that has that's been taking some kratom, and he swears that it's helping him against the coronavirus. Hey, hey Mark, be careful now. I know uh, people are going to start saying, yeah. Mark, how much how yeah. much of this do we need to snort, and how much do we need to put up our ass? to <laughs> Stay.
0: Not only that, but you don't want to end up on an Instagram post. <sighs> hey. These kratom zealots. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, why not
2: have it come from us first? But like, I don't know, you know. And just to Google search it, mm-hmm. you can Google you can Google search it. And there's, uh, man, I don't even have any idea how to say this word, but chloroquine uh, is a derivative of something that is found in kratom or there's something similar to it that could potentially ward off coronavirus and there's chloroquine chloroquine there you go and there it seems like there's like there's a little bit of information on it and what it says. I'm about to pop hella potions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm oh not, ma- I'm gosh. not making any of this up when the information came from this guy, I thought it was crazy and I still don't know. I don't have any information that says that it, uh, that it really helps, but there's multiple articles right here talking about it.
0: Is it the one with Dr. Thurman Usman? Uh, yeah, go ahead and hit it up. So- um,
2: there's, uh, just people are basically saying there's, there's some things in plants that could help potentially help us from this. And this is, uh, this molecule could be related to something that's in Kratom. So I don't
1: know. I just popped half a potion. So
3: there
2: you I think obviously there's going to have to be a lot more information yeah. about it, but this guy's, uh, this guy's. Testimony, I guess we'll call it is he just said that his whole family had it and he's like the only guy that doesn't have it. But I don't know, you know, I don't know if any is confirmed. I don't know if, you know, the people that are close to him that he's talking about, if they actually have it or if they just have symptoms of it. I'm not sure, you know what, what the deal is. That's,
1: that's that honestly, that's, that's nuts. Pretty cool. Hey, it gives me more rationale. To it says, it says, it.
2: it says here in this article um, that was written, uh, uh, March 8th of 2020. So it's recent. Uh, it says, and this could be from another guy that sells Kratom. I don't know. Um, I have to look into it a lot more. But he just basically mm-hmm. says Kratom can possibly ward off the coronavirus because uh in parentheses CQ, uh, can be used for treatment of patients with COVID 19. Mm-hmm. And that's information that we kind of got from, I believe that same thing is in that uh, that malaria drug that uh, Dr. Uh, Lyon was sharing with us the other day. So, I mean, there could be, there could, this could actually be a
1: valid thing, but I I need to uh, look into it more. Now, Now, everyone continue to hear what we're saying here. We just see these, we just saw this. And he's saying, we're going to look into it more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It could. So no one is, I want to just, I want to make this so clear that nobody can, nobody can muddy what's being said here. (laughs) We are not saying Kratom cures the coronavirus. We've just seen some shit and Mm -hmm. heard some shit. And yeah. it doesn't hurt to take it. It's weird how it, it gives you like these
2: crazy powerful burn, boners and it burns so much fat. Like Yo. the fat that it burns, Kratom, like it makes you super lean after just like one or two dosages. Of
1: I it. swear the yeah. only reason why I have single digit body fat is because I take Kratom every single day. You were so fat. So fat. That was. was crazy. How and hey, you were. on the note of the boners, <laughs> my lady has something to say. She wanted me to say thank you for the nine bowl of potions because there is this. I'm done. Before I get in trouble, I'm done. (laughs) Hmm.
0: There was this one day. (laughs) What was in that mind bullet? Yeah, I'm just checking out like just different articles online. Um, Blah, 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 blah. There's more than just one coronavirus in the world. Just look at the label on a standard disinfectant spray bottle to see for yourself. And CQ could be a type of master key that protects against all of them. CQ being, of course, that big word that we can't pronounce that is in... Chloroquine. Yeah, that one, which, of course, is in kratom. Damn. That's wild. That is actually really cool. Huh. And then the very next article, why the FDA wants to ban Kratom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna find out more
2: information and uh if if there's anything remotely uh you know close to being stuff that I should report to you guys, I will. Cool. Don't you have like a don't you know a guy that's like a pro on Kratom, like he knows yeah, everything yeah. about yeah, it? Yeah, I know a few a few people that uh really know a lot about it. Yeah, oh yeah, is working on banning, yeah. That's that's always funny do you think and, they're actually going to be able to bet it by the way uh, no okay cool yeah cool. now we enjoy it too much man yeah you know shit we'll just do that illegally it's no big deal
0: yeah yeah we already never mind <laughs> what else you got over there andrew no, just reading reading in on some comments, uh, just people asking more about kratom. Um, if there was a website, where would people look into getting it? Mindbullet.com, dot com, baby. We got <laughs> we got mind bullet potion and we got
2: mind bullet capsules. If you do the potion and just you're a newbie, be careful.
1: <laughs> do the whole thing <laughs> might be good. sent to outer space <laughs> it might be sent to outer space yo i had great experiences um but yeah it's it's uh start with half
0: yeah start uh, with half maybe two capsules not necessarily you mean you mean the, the capsule capsules yeah, capsule. okay yeah. my
2: cousin is loving it my um our good friend matt vincent is loving it. He's yeah. like, yo. He's like, that's hitting me different than just the capsules. I'm like, <laughs> I was, I was like yeah, if you take a whole dose of it, it sure will. But mm-hmm. he's, just, he's enjoying it. I, I kind of like it. Just I think the capsules, they just take a little longer
1: to yeah, hit you. I mean, potion yeah. hits you like
0: that. I do with the capsules, though. Capsules of Mind Bullet and some coffee. Dude, oh, my gosh. I get so much work done in the mornings here. Mm. It's so great. I love it. People got to give it a shot, man. Yeah. Give it a try. Yeah. I mean, hey, it might protect you against the, the old Rona Mm, yeah. <laughs> Might.
1: <laughs> I'm just protecting your words before someone cuts them up and makes yeah. a clip of you. Yeah. Makes a that, meme.
0: would want that to happen. Nah, I've, been, I've been part of worse before. <laughs> that Sonic one's still my favorite. That Sonic one was so good. That was
2: really good. I love, you know, man, when people get it right, they get it right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I've had people make fun of me before, but I'm like, man, that's kind of like, I, I, it's... Just it's great when it's creative and it's yes. actually funny. It's yes. like, oh man, that's actually. I just feel like I'm an open target. I feel like people can make fun of me really, really well. Yeah, if they were, if they work on it a little bit, be yeah. creative with it. Anyway, okay, boomer. I had a good.
0: <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs>
2: I had a good training session yesterday. I hit up some shoulders. Should I hate training shoulders. What do you guys, What do you guys hate to train the most? I don't know why, but, like, they just, I don't know, it just hurt. I love shoulders, by the way. It's
1: one of my favorites to train. The shoulder pump is crazy. But, uh... Yeah, the shoulder starts? pump
2: is good, but it's, like, I kind of i kind of get it so much that I'm, like, I just want to be, like, out of my own body. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes any sense. Like, I just, <laughs> just want to not be myself. I want to be somebody else for a minute, because, like, it burns so bad. You get that on the leg extension. Oh! That's where you just, like, want to not be you. Yeah, that's bad. The leg, mm-hmm. that, especially the one we have in the gym, that <laughs> one's
1: horrific. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's been something that I've been seeing people do recently mm-hmm. that I'm very curious mm-hmm. to do on the hamstring machine. You may already know this, and I'm just late to the party. If you go opposite ways on the lying hamstring curl, and instead you put your arms oh. behind the thing, right? It could be a dope lat. Uh, oh, pull, mm, pullover Pullover yeah it, and, and like I've seen some people They're like oh my god the pumps are crazy So I'm gonna try that I'm gonna try that soon I today. you'd day. be able
0: to get in there though You could get in there You, you, you could get in there know. Do you need us <laughs> to sit on your lap
1: uh, Maybe sure hmm. uh, Just because Reverse you know. cowboy <laughs> 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 That's probably what they call it <laughs> the Reverse cowboy <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I wasn't expecting to get in this excited
1: I'll take it oh shit I've never heard that before that's so funny oh, oh I guess wow. that would, would be what it's called right? that, that would well, it is definitely be what it's called the reverse cowboy you're welcome world <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. go out and google search that just in case <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> maybe just see if there's like a reverse cowboy.com dot maybe we can buy it
1: Oh man!
0: Oh man! This show
1: is really shitty, isn't it? (laughs) Reverse cowboy. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna
0: try that. I can't wait. But honestly, I'm trying to think. What do I really hate to trade? I would say the thing that I dislike the most Tra- getting sore calves really sucks so, like well, training them is not bad but if your
2: calves are yeah, really lit you up can't walk. that's painful mm-hmm. but
0: like yesterday i felt it again like anytime i do any kind of like uh chest movement with dumbbells first my left shoulder just fucking can't hang i don't know what what happens with that but just w- moving with dumbbells first so just doing uh incline dumbbell presses yeah and- but oh. if i were to use a barbell i'm fine
1: oh well okay right now my least favorite thing to train is like bench because benching with my mm-hmm. ac joint but that's just because my ac joint i do like benching it's just it, oh, i miss it oh miss man it. <laughs> we weren't trying i to can to dumbbell bench there. though so
0: mm. that's there yeah i mean cardio sucks sometimes yeah cardio could be kind of boring yeah.
1: especially yeah. if you're just
2: doing like a you know 20 30 minute just steady state a little bit boring but we got headphones yeah we got Mm -hmm. some podcasts we can listen to always
0: i enjoyed the uh the the stairmaster for you know whatever duration times Mm -hmm. after a while though (laughs) yeah i never went over like half an hour so
1: what do you guys been what do you guys been really liking recently (laughs) in terms of training like anything new that you're just like this is my jam right now i have just been loving like going
2: heavy
0: on squat you know mm. pushing those box squats a little bit that's, yeah. that's been feeling really the box good. squat with those briefs that you've been working on yeah we really ooh. fun yeah those are feeling really, really yeah
2: good. yeah that i mean that's been that's been feeling awesome and then it what sucks though is like that takes up a, a good chunk of time you know like the other day i put on like a mm. 100 pounds of chains on each side like that takes a while it takes a while to warm up to it and then i just don't like from a logistical standpoint, I just don't have time for anything else. So I'll just do that one thing. But even that feels good. Like I'm even kind of enjoying that, like just adopting this idea of like, all right, just do one, like, don't be a pussy just to go do one thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just, you know, don't be a baby about it. Like just do one thing. And so uh, yesterday when I did the VO two max, I was like, Oh, that might be pretty, i be pretty taxing. I was like, maybe I'll train shoulders afterwards. And I was like, no, 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 there's no, maybe like just train shoulders. So yeah. I just, you know, I sold it to myself that I was going to do like three sets of two different exercises for shoulders. And I did my shoulders for, you know, 45 minutes straight, you know, just Mm -hmm. kept switching up exercises, did front raises, uh, side raises, um, rear raises. just did it all, you know, got it all done. And and I think that's what most people will find. If you can just talk
0: yourself into doing like one thing, you'll probably do more than that.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. How about you, Andrew? Uh,
0: just real quick, Johnny Coe, don't I have no way to confirm this? But it says he's the one that actually sent you the email about uh, kratom. So oh. he's currently listening. That's pretty dope. So what's his name? It's, it, he just has it on his. Uh, yeah, Johnny Co. What's up, Johnny? Yeah, how you doing, baby? Seems like I know the email sounded effing nuts, bro. But trust me.
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm asking Joel Green about it. Who's like my, you know he he said that it's it's like one piece of the puzzle, and mm-hmm. so he does think it can be helpful. Damn. That's really um, awesome. He said it makes sense uh, why it would help. Uh, he said, you should push for that. He thinks there, <laughs> think there's other compounds that could assist. I, I'll talk to him later and see if uh, you know see if there's some other over-the-counter-ish
1: stuff mm-hmm. that uh, people can utilize. I mean, I don't know man. we're about to make a bro. Vaccine for the coronavirus. Dude, that'd be sick. <laughs> hey, mix this, mix some
0: kratom, yeah, with a little bit of this MCT, <laughs> MCT oil, and some creatine, and you're good to go. Oh, good to go, corona free. It's like what's the creatine for? Like, <laughs> uh, dude, gains.
2: <laughs> <laughs> kratom, creatine, and some Viagra. <laughs> hey, I'll <laughs> we'll be walking around high with a boner, Jack.
0: <laughs> Jack to the gills. That's the kind of world I want to live in. Mm-hmm. I want to face my ladies in. around. <laughs> oh, anyway uh, i've been oddly enough um, i used to hate burpees because they would make me feel sick and mm-hmm. i've been ending almost all of my workouts with burpees at the end air five uh how many burpees so i'll do at least three sets of 10 oh nice and like so obviously unbroken and then so like i hear at the uh, at the gym i'll do a set walk down and back and do another set and like in the the whole time i'm like trying to hype myself up like okay just one more one more and then you know i ended up doing it and usually like the last set i'll go for like 15 straight Mm -hmm. um and that was actually that was why i did lunges the other day because i'm like okay what's harder like lunges or burpees and like a previous me would have said burpees by far Mm -hmm. like so If I can do burpees, I can definitely do lunges. And so, I ended up doing lunges back and forth, like, five times back and forth. And I'm like, oh, my God, this sucks. Yeah. So, it's just a different type of, you know, pain. But, I don't know. Like I said, yeah, burpees, I just kind of just learned to not hate them. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that I'm, like, looking forward to doing them every day. But, like, the confidence of being like, oh, I can actually do at least 10 without even really struggling. Yeah. Usually nasal breathing the whole time. And then yeah <laughs> and, that's an air five by the way guys that's yeah. sound for me. <laughs> it's weird that the air five actually has sound effects uh but yeah so I, i've actually been pretty happy with that because you know uh at the beginning of this year mark was like hey instead of like a uh like a pr goal or like a physique goal like let's just try to feel better like mm-hmm. get your back feeling strong so part of that is doing a lot more core work um and burpees just happen to fit really perfectly in with anything I'm doing. And now lunges are that. So kind of that's excited about lunges. That's sick, dude. Mm-hmm. Sweet. We should go see if in and out burgers open. It is open. I think drive through and take out only. They don't care. <laughs> they're not but them in
1: Starbucks. Yep. Well, Starbucks is letting people inside, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah that, that, that's just bold. It's very see, bold. most, a lot of
0: companies are just like not shutting down until mm-hmm. they're going to be forced. To. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't hope know in and out about. doesn't shut down. I haven't been there in a while, but man, it sounds See good. what their
2: hamburgers are all about. Oh, so I
0: cooked up a mm-hmm. uh,
2: chuck roast last night mm-hmm. uh, from our peeps over at Piedmontese. Mm. And somebody told me, like so they said, hey, you know, with some of these uh, things, you should sear them first and then throw them in the crock pot. Well, I started searing this thing and this thing was a monster, super thick. <laughs> And I'm just looking at it, I'm like, man, that looks really good. Like, maybe I shouldn't throw it in the crock pot. You know, the crock pot meat just turns into crock pot meat. It, it Unless the meat that you put in the crock pot is different meat, it relatively tastes the same all yeah. the time. Especially because, like, I don't use a lot of ingredients. I only put, like, bone broth in there, you know? So it, In the crock pot? It, yeah, in the crock pot. Okay. I put bone broth or salt or something like that. So, I um, – I sear this thing up on both sides and then I kind of even put it on its sides and I'm just looking at it I'm like, man, that looks like, that looks way too good to like throw in the crock pot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a tragedy to have it die in the crock pot. So I was like, I'm going to throw this bitch in the oven. I threw it in the oven for about 15 minutes or so and uh, thing came out thing came out perfect mm-hmm. I felt like I was like I was home by myself so I felt like I was like you know experimenting in the kitchen and like messing around with stuff and just you know my wife's gonna come home and be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> I'm be like I don't know but yeah I was just uh in there working it out figuring it out and it came out really really good so you take a video of it I did I did I seared it on both sides um and then like I said I seared it on all the edges and everything too mm-hmm. I seasoned it pretty good uh mainly with just salt um, you're not supposed to put shit that can burn on there unless you want it to be burned and like crusted on there, like pepper and stuff. Some people like that. Yeah. I kind of like that flavor a little bit myself, but like I didn't, I just put salt on there and then once it was in the oven for a little while, I then threw some other seasoning on there, the seasoned salt and some of that stuff. And it was
1: fucking awesome. You know what we should call that Mark? A quarantine creation. This is <laughs> That's what, what we, it was. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we got to do since we're all stuck. Right. And I like it. You're not eating at home as much. Mm-hmm. Let's start something. Let's, let's start our hashtag quarantine creations, yeah, right? Yeah, things that you created because we're stuck. Yeah, yeah. If you get <laughs> that good. cookbook out and try some shit out, tag us and hashtag at quarantine creations. And let's see what you guys come up with. I, I mean, like it. I'm in agreement. Yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm going to see if I, what I can come up with tonight. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something cool. Or it's going to end up horrible, but I'll still have to eat it. Who knows?
2: <laughs> yep, and I had some crockpot meat this morning. Really good, some Piedmontese as well. Just because, yeah. like, I was, I, I just have a good amount of it, so I was like, hey, I need to, you know, I need you to start getting through it." Yeah, <laughs> I need to get, yeah, I need to put a lot of work in for it. So
0: <laughs> it was delicious as always. Yeah, I, I, um, I think I'm off of the sliders, <laughs> and, and on to just their full on regular size patties. Oh, they're so damn good, and um, because the you know the the rain was around, and I. I was just like, fuck, dude, I really want to turn on the smoker, but, like, it's just not going to happen today. I don't remember the last time I pan-fried a hamburger patty, but it was insane. It was so damn good. Like, again, all it is is just salt, and then I did throw some cheese on there eventually, but just the hamburger patties by themselves from Piedmontese are really freaking good. I need to open
1: mine up. I've only been going through my New Yorks because I like the New Yorks, but I still have hamburger patties Dude, in there. Trust me, that
0: you're yeah. gonna be blown okay. away. Like it's really just. Yeah, every time I get a hold of
2: that ground beef that they have, it's Uh freaking amazing.
0: doesn't make sense. Somebody at the, uh, shit, I knew I was going to forget, but somebody at, um, when we did the seminar in uh, Columbus, Mm -hmm. I was like, man, I just put in a big old order for all the ground beef at Piedmontese, and in my head, I'm like, ah, dude, you should got some steaks. (laughs) Like, really take advantage of it, but dude, now I'm like, oh my gosh, it is really freaking good. How do you guys like to cook your ground beef? I'm just
1: curious, because I'm, like I told you, I'm a simple fool. I just... Put it on a pan and fry it, but I feel like I should be more creative. I so
0: I don't think of any other way. Like there's um, really no point. I, I use the pan beans. for a lot of stuff. Like mm-hmm.
2: I even like I don't do it so much anymore because I have like a griddle type thing that I can just throw everything on. Uh-huh. But when I was at my other house, I used to just I used to always just even cook my steaks in the pan. And people are like, "Why are you cooking your steak like that?" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't know. Just works pretty good." Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd usually just throw down like some leftover like bacon grease. I dump that down there and I put that on the pan, mm-hmm. let it get a little hot, and then I just, you know, sear it up on both sides and then cook it until it's done and throw some salt on it, maybe some butter, and it's amazing.
1: All right, I don't um, feel so
2: bad now. And then hamburger, like, yeah, man, um, yeah, a pan. Mm-hmm. Sometimes putting a lid on it can, like, kind of make it a little different. Just, you know, putting a lid on there, especially if you have cheese, mm. you kind of, like, you know, <laughs> really cook the cheese mm-hmm. into it. Some people sometimes cook their hamburgers in the oven, but I, I personally haven't messed with that before. <laughs> but that can be like a a, a, a a fairly different flavor. But I don't know if I could figure out the timing of that correctly. Uh, I haven't used
1: my oven in so long.
2: Mm. Well, yeah, <laughs> I might turn it fryer. into like a meat meatloaf, uh, meatball, freaking hamburger. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. No, I uh, no 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 oven hamburgers for us. But uh, sometimes potatoes for like the the fry type of feel but the air fryer is so good for potatoes yeah like just diced potatoes and then like if i measure out like oh i'm gonna have 250 grams of potatoes and it's like holy shit this is a lot it's Mm -hmm. great
1: (laughs) you know chris uh, griffin convinced me to buy an instapot Mm -hmm. and i've literally used it once i think i'm going to really figure out how to use that thing
0: I think it'll be just like the uh, the air fryer situation where You think
1: it's just like an air fryer?
0: No, I'm saying like how you had one and you yeah. never used it and then all of a sudden like every day. Yeah. Because what he tells me is like you can take like a chicken breast an from frozen kind of like to, a crock pot,
1: right? To, kinda like a crock pot. Mm-hmm. But it what's it it doesn't necessarily air fry things because it can it can do the crock pot thing, oh. but it can also um there's something else. It's like pressure it can pressure cook things. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> were you laughing at me trying to figure out? Because
0: yeah. <laughs> I See, was like, pressure. I was like, he's not talking about pressure cooking because <laughs> that's very obvious. It's an instant pot. <laughs> <Goddamn. laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna experiment
1: with that thing. Oh, figure probably. out some cool stuff I could do with it. Yeah.
0: Anyways, okay. We were just talking about the absolute best beef in the universe. Uh, I said on a podcast, I think today day the one that got published that aliens and humans both agree it's the best hands down um you guys seriously need to give it a go um head over to piedmontese.com that's p-i-e-d-m-o-n-t-e-s-e dot com at checkout enter promo code power project for 25 percent off your order and if your order is 99 dollars or more you get free today shipping check out the uh Power Project Deluxe Box and the Jacked and Tan Box both have some of our favorite cuts. Like you get like some like thirteen or eighteen different cuts in all of that, plus ground beef. So it's mm-hmm. definitely worth it. And then you get twenty five percent off. And then at a time like right now, where like I went to Costco, it was completely empty. Like there was there was no ground beef. D- yeah. There were steaks. I got steaks, but I really wanted ground beef. And I'm like, dude, what the heck? So time right now you really want you don't want to have to deal with any of that plus the crowds are insane just have the food or the meat delivered straight to your door and that's what you get at piedmontese mm-hmm.
1: yo by the way guys i don't know when is this podcast live
0: this is live right now i'm gonna have huh? to re-upload because oh, the oh, internet connection was sorry. dog crap earlier so mm-hmm. but yeah it's it'll go up today ish is that when you were like yeah Exactly. Sorry, I don't know if you guys saw that. I was reenacting in Andrew's like like well it just it completely went out. Like there was no internet. Like Facebook like, uh, completely the higher shut down. you put
2: your hands up. Like the more It'll that help, might help you know? the reception maybe. It could.
0: It could.
1: Do you guys know if it
2: doesn't help? It may have helped. See? It's it's working now. It's working, it's now, working right? now.
1: Yeah. I can't remember the last time. I remember the use, back in the day that used to work with certain phones. Oh, yeah. It right? still works. Perception. It still works? Of course. Oh, shit. I
0: don't know. Maybe. What I was going to say. Stand on the though, roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yo, y'all need to go listen to that episode we had. Not Also with Corey Gregory, because that's why we've been talking so much about lunges, right? Walking lunges forever. Oh. <laughs> listen to that episode. But then JL. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Please. Go listen to that episode that we just had with JL. Cause that's why you see Mark rubbing his chest in such an interesting way. Right. He's like going in between his boobs and going down and yeah. then he's going to probably touch his what ribs. What else could fit in between his boobs? <laughs> <laughs> I know what could fit
2: mm-hmm. this pen. <laughs> <laughs> who is the uh the guy with um oh, uh larry wheels you see that guy like that guy's jacked as andrew a... jacked the black yeah. guy yeah Holy oh my shit. god he's so that guy's resting like beer on his like pecs and stuff I you mean,
1: know he he's... can do the splits right yeah he's a he's a he's freak. a I don't understand. Like, was he a gymnast or something? I was like, like who's this guy?
2: He's way bigger than Larry Wheels. And then he's like squatting all this weight and shit. I was like, what?
1: He's strong. A and freakier he's like,
2: version of Larry Wheels in some weird way. I mean, he's not as powerlifting strong as Larry Wheels is, but he has, like, makes just, a hell of a bodybuilder.
1: Shit. Yeah. He has like an insane. Look at like, yeah. Look at that picture with him flexing next to Larry. Like he's, his stomach is wild, man. Mm hmm.
0: Jesus. Oh my God. You
1: see? Like he's just, wow. it makes no sense andrew jacked is jacked out of his mind wild man wild yeah and he can do the splits that's why i'm jealous like he can do everything damn andrew jacked what's up bro dude the symmetry yeah bro like there's
0: (laughs) i wonder how far he wants to
1: take bodybuilding like is he trying to go to like the olympia stage or Or because he's trying to be like insta famous Uh yeah well, this like this, he could compete on any classic physique stage and wreck people. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense.
2: And I think none of the pictures even do him justice because, like, a couple shots I saw him like w- when he's in comparison to like other people or next to Larry Wheels. It's like mm-hmm. really the
1: wild shit where you're like, what it doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, man. But it, it's it's really dope. He's super strong. He moves well. He's super. Just I, also, I'm I'm curious like what his childhood and stuff was like because when you hear him talk i haven't heard him talk in a while but when i heard him it's like he i think he's from there like or he was uh, where, where, where are they right now um, his stomach looks crazy <laughs> like it's so freaking defined
2: and like and it's jacked yeah. you know he going got a jacked stomach <laughs> yeah yeah,
1: it, yeah where the fuck crazy. is he from you think w- where's larry right now that that place Dubai. dubai? yeah yeah May- i think he might have been born in dubai because okay, he's definitely like he's definitely black but he doesn't sound like it Oh. So I'm just like wondering what... It sounds like you might have a yeah. different ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. well, there he is with our boy, Eddie Hall. Yeah. Bruh. Dude. Andrew, how, man? Teach me, man. How do you do this? Wow.
2: It's crazy. <laughs> have you tried to do a split? Uh, I've been trying that? to get
1: myself closer and closer <laughs> going deeper. So I'm, I'm getting there, but it's like taken forever. There's like this... This last bit that's just yeah. tough, it hurts. But. You, you probably need to go off to a side, I'd imagine, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Like because most people like can't really just like go down into a regular. Yeah, that's like, be like split. has got to kind of cross over a little bit. I think um some of the stuff from Pavel might help. That's what worked Pavel? for Pavel Testosterone. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's uh that's what helped Ron Pena. That's what he was explaining. Remember Ron's like. Yeah, most people can put their leg up here, and he like, poof, he put his leg. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, remember it's Like, that. dude, what kind of pants are those that allow you to do that? Wait, so like, hey, now
1: I want. Okay, yeah, I guess I'll look that up. You're talking about Pavel. He's the the kettlebell guy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I'll I'll look up his. Uh, I'll look it up. I wonder what he put out because I only he's, know about his kettlebell guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: he's got a lot of good books. He has a book, I think, just specifically about stretching.
1: Huh? I'm getting that today. Actually, yeah. wow. Yeah. So it has to do
2: with like, um, like I think it has to do with like pnf stretching which is like you know resisting against something and then relaxing resisting mm-hmm. and relaxing and i uh, from my understanding the russians they don't really love like <clears throat> regular static stretching yeah um but anyway he he has a lot of great information in there and i remember ron I remember ron saying if i blew you blew your brains out right here <laughs> you know you you all of a sudden would be super flexible if i just shot you in the back of the head ron of scares me <laughs> You're like, what? He said, what and he said it with a is, smile on his face. What kind of example is that? <laughs> He's just if basically I, saying your
1: mind is blocking you from doing it. You know, just the way he said that, man. If I blew your brains out right now, you'd be able to go into the splits just fine. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, but then my
0: brains would be splattered I'd be all over the place, and I'd be dead. I want to be dead. Doesn't make any sense. That's him with Brandon Curry. What? dude yeah why are shoulders so fuck? big he he took an aggressive angle there oh, yeah. but it,
1: not no. it wasn't just an angle it wasn't what i was doing to andrew during the podcast pictures yeah you
0: literally <laughs> your armpit literally swallowed my whole body you're trying to stop me i had to do something like yeah i'm trying <laughs> to stop you gosh look at his shoulder yo
1: his shoulder and tricep i'm it looks like it's photoshopped but it's real like that's
0: real <sighs> wow <sighs> where can people find you andrew <laughs> uh when we're not talking about dudes we usually talk about a couple things here and there but it's <laughs> at, at i am andrew z on instagram please make sure you're following the podcast at mark bell's power project uh at mb power project on tiktok and twitter uh we are on youtube obviously if you guys are watching this now um uh facebook linkedin all over the dang place. Thank you, everybody. That's in rating and reviewing the podcast. Yeah. Helps us out a ton. Uh, anything else? Uh, any links or anything we talked about today will be in the YouTube description or iTunes show notes. And Sima, where you be?
1: And Sima Inyang on Instagram and YouTube. And Yin Yang on TikTok and Twitter. Start doing those 10-minute squats, by the way, people. Okay. Mark? At Mark Smelly
2: Bell, yeah, and I completed my first 10-minute squat the other day with my boy in SEMA. A <laughs> little sound effect there for our air slap. Um, it, actually, it actually felt really good, like, later on in the day, you know, as I was moving around and stuff. And, like, uh, I think maybe, was it that same day? Yeah, I think that same morning is when I did a pretty big squat. And my knee was feeling a little funky. And then throughout the day, my knee started to feel a little bit better. And it just felt like uh, a lot of the stuff around the knee was stretched out enough. And I used my uh, hypervolt a bunch, and that mm-hmm. helped a bunch just to kind of loosen up some shit in the shin. Anyone that's got, you know, beat up knees, a lot of times there's uh, a lot of crap in your shin and a lot of crap in the surrounding areas around the knee. And it's, there's not really a ton you can do for like the actual like patella tendon. I mean, you can kind of rub around there, but it'd be super painful. And uh, it's not a great place to do too much stuff too because you'll just irritate it mm-hmm. and you want to try to like open up the quads a little bit, maybe open up the hips a little bit, maybe the hammy a little bit, but mainly the quads and the, and the shin. Anyway, I'm at Mark Smelly Bell. Strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never strength. Catch you all later.
0: Power Project, what up? Uh, thank you again for checking out today's episode. Hopefully we gave you guys some some tips and tricks for you know sticking at home. Real quick, we just wanted to thank you for rating and reviewing the podcast. It helps us out a ton. Right now we want to give a shout out to Pope Dog. Two three three zero Pope Dog says my daily my daily listen quote I can't wait to start each workday listening to the Power Project podcast I've followed Mark and Chris's work for years now enjoy all the guests you guys bring on and really enjoy listening to Andrew Mark and Ensema keep up the good work guys and keep the content rolling uh, Pope Dog thank you so much for that man uh, that that means a lot to us because it you know it, the only way for iTunes to really think that people give a damn about us is through these ratings and reviews because they don't have any other metrics, really. Um, I'm pretty sure they check out downloads, but I think this really just amplifies that. So thank you so much, man. If you listen right now, if you want to hear your name right on air, please head over to iTunes right now, drop us a rating and a review, and you could hear your name on air, just like our boy Pope Dog. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.